0: listening to the Radio Revolution, Rick, and
1: Rick Come on, changing the landscape, baby. A show that is literally about anything. And we're glad you're here 26 years and still standing. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix this hour. Rick and Bubba University students. Happy Gilmore. Stretch Armstrong than their degrees in common sense. That now has become, of course, a superpower. And welcome back. Rockin' mic number two for 26 Strong, Bill Bubba Bussy, Glad to be here, and thank all of you for the opportunity to do so. Bubba, can our, can our country, can, well, maybe I should say, can our society, can we please get our sense of humor back? Are we just trying to take comedy and just just remove it from the landscape yeah, of...
2: Yeah, well, Rick, we need a giant, hey, USA, lighten up, Francis. You and
1: I would celebrate if we, if we lived anywhere near East of Chicago Pizza Restaurant, 14 years... <laughs> Uh, they have uh, they have been rocking their, their funny billboards and their funny sayings. Here's some of the slogans that they've used in the in the past. And, Greg, you'll love this place. Bubba, you will too. This is right up our alley. Now hiring must show up. If it's not there in 30 minutes, then move closer. That is a good one. Free box with every pizza. <laughs> I like that. Our, de- our deep dish pizza is as big as a pothole uh and so uh so the person says look i go all on the internet and i look for different things and things that we think are funny and so now they're in trouble because we've lost our sense of humor because they've decided to use because pizza is you know as we all know bubba referred to it when he did his health food study group yep that that title on pizza was pizza satan's little party boat yep remember that oh yeah i mean pizza's pizza's got calories and carbs to spare so they put on their their billboard, and people are mad about it. Fat people are harder to kidnap. Come See, eat. thats called comedy. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: that's satire. It's funny. It, they you, really
1: don't think that kidnapping's a laughing matter. No. This is just a joke. Well, See, yeah. it's a joke. It's, it's a no joke. deeper than we, that. We have to be able to joke, y'all. Right? And uh, said uh, <gasps> people are saying it's insensitive about kidnapping and insensitive to fat people. Um, and oh, a um, double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a double offense yeah a double mm-hmm. offense uh, people well are i would say
2: the people who've actually been kidnapped probably a low number yep and the fat people know they're fat
1: yeah they yep, said they say it. they say you cannot put uh, up a sign like that with all with with january being national human trafficking awareness month and you're mocking fat people it is a double hit Good hey guys <clears throat> hey folks <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Here, I heard somebody describe this the other day, and I'd never thought about this angle, and I can't remember who it was. But they said, understand that all this new sensitivity, it's also another fruit of the disease of narcissism. Yeah, I, yeah. I want attention so much that I'll even pretend to be bothered by something so people will give me attention. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I never really thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. It's more than just hypersensitivity. It's also attention-seeking. Yeah. You know, so I got interviewed today. Why? Because I I I was really upset about something. So mm-hmm. people want to talk to me because I'm upset. Yeah, they want to hear why. I'm now not. I'm on TV. Now I'm being asked things. Right. Now look at me on Twitter. I'm I'm upset. Look look at the point I'm making. It's just not right to be, to make light of any kidnapping or fat people. Well, it really isn't because there was a time that we could push through. Even if you had had some horrific thing happen in your life, people would look up and say, I know East Chicago Pizza Restaurant is not trying to be offensive by the funny phrase that's been around for a long time, fat people are harder to kidnap. (laughs) That's a funny line we got especially like for a pizza restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> basically, so good, don't don't that. worry about the calories. Remember, fat people are harder to kidnap. <laughs> and it's by the way, we joke. are we yeah. are harder to kidnap. It is. I mean, it's, you know, you got you sure can't grab. You us You got to have extra hands. <clears throat> you're gonna pick them up. You, you can't. You, you can't <clears throat> grab us up. And I tell you one thing: we're gonna ask as soon as we start driving away. When we gonna eat? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna, you better have plenty of food to feed them. We're gonna start making a lot of noise in that room. You got to start up in. We <laughs> think about lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, you gonna have to get more rope. You come all, come all the way around us. Yep. Yeah. There's that bigger bag for your head. <laughs> right. <So> right. Really, <laughs> really kidnapping a fat person is not worth the hassle. And that's the point. I mean, kidnappers I'll say that.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so it's this if is you can let me tell you what if you can kidnap a vegetarian, that's an easier deal. You know they ain't got any strength. <laughs> no. They're going to fight back. They're
1: very frail.
2: You yeah. just threaten them with a hot dog, they'll sit still. <laughs> don't get up. Hey, don't you make me use this.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm afraid of meat. Yeah, you take away, you
2: take away their supplements, their iron pills. Right. They ain't got any strength. Don't feel good. Now,
1: yeah. mm, uh, I yeah. almost got pulled into a conversation, uh, was it yesterday? It was either yesterday or Monday, and I nearly got pulled into a conversation. Have you ever just heard a conversation and you think to yourself, go the other way, just get away from it? <laughs> well, um, yeah, run. And, and, and I heard a discussion breaking out when I was trying to do a little better, and I heard somebody probably from our camp, and I heard this phrase, well, how in the world do you get any protein? And and, and I, yeah. I realized pretty quick, oh, my goodness, somebody's in here talking about that they've gone to an all-vegetable diet. And mm-hmm. I said, and I was it within distance that I could have got pulled into that conversation mm-hmm. and I literally moved the other way. You just you didn't have the stomach I, I for didn't it. have the strength for it. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know why? Because I hadn't eaten any meat yet. That's true. But, <laughs> I would have you know, got a chair so the vegetarian could sit down for a night. <laughs> all I thought to myself, if you're going to take this on today with no protein, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> yeah, hey, not a good idea. <laughs> what, what was so funny is we, we, all the stuff, you know, they try to make you do. I got to And So, hard goes, anytime I try to do a little better, I am still have, you know, old Rick is still in there who was the master of getting out of workouts. So I'm always trying to come up with some way mm-hmm. to make this, you know, tolerable. Yeah. And I I ran into one yesterday that the amount of reps they were asking was so large. I couldn't come up with any scenario that would work. You know what I mean? It's, no. it's kind of all right. If I do them like this and do them in groups, this no, that's no good. My goodness, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of groups of 25, my, can I do 25 even two mm-hmm. times in a row? Oof. You know what I mean? I can't do it in 25. Should I break it down in tens? Well, tens, we're going to be here a while. Can if, I so count it, that high? Uh,
3: yeah. Is there a blind spot in the room? Is there an area you can go to that kind oh, of hides is, from the instructor? He
1: yeah. <clears throat> well, I, or I could. Well, I'll tell you about that later. But, but anyway, so. Uh, little corner <laughs> you go to? Count by two. <laughs> count by two. <laughs> or just, you know, you have to be careful because if you quit too much, the worst thing you can do, because I don't know enough about working out to know like what world records are, mm-hmm. you have to be careful because yeah. if you act like your workout's over too quick, people think you've like set a new oh, record. Yeah, yeah. And all yeah of a sudden they start yeah. running Hey, we got a new record here! Right. People start congratulating <laughs> you and all that. You're
2: like <laughs> you're like Millie Vanilli <laughs>
1: of the weight room. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah. yeah. It's it's fake. It's yeah. all fake. But wait right. a minute, guys. I, trust me, I only did have the workout. Mm-hmm. Greg, well, remember
3: the guy that he would fudge his numbers, but he would beat the instructors. He would. He would. He would beat the instructors' time. And I
1: wanted to tell him, hey,
3: buddy, if you're gonna fudge. Let's mm-hmm. not go for the best time of the day. And understand, okay?
1: you know, when you look at the class. <laughs> to my point. When yeah. you look at the class, you see the people, you go, boy, they've been doing this a while. He wasn't one of them. I no, know. Were, no, he didn't no, even realize looking. Like he said, he'd, he'd he, finished before the instructor. Oh, I think that, <laughs> He'd be over putting his weights up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy is in every group because we definitely have one too. And, and yesterday I made the comment because we looked, it was, it was a really high mountain to climb. And there were some guys that were like in really good shape in there. And I said, I will give you my truck. I will give you my truck if you finish before this person. And they looked at me, and they're like, well, of course we'll be done before him. I said, I bet you won't. (laughs) Look, and all of a sudden, I mean, they're dying. And also, they look down, and he's wrapping up, and they're like, I guess your truck is safe. I said, I promise you, he's going to shut it down. Yep. <laughs> and just walk around as if he did all of that. Yeah. I know. Rick, woo, That's the same guy in. that left right. you hanging in the hey, middle what? of the set. You remember that? Yeah, can can you I tell you, you, Rick, I can I tell you what makes you mad about that? I'm like, hey, you stole my spot. That's supposed to be me. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I'm that guy, Rick. I'm that guy of this class. <laughs> You're right. I'm that guy. <laughs> but but, but, but when, there was a day when – have we just lost the ability to discern and go nobody means anything by that? It's no deeper than what it says. You know, well, you know, it is that,
2: a giant Lighting up Francis Come sure. on America yeah.
1: We're better than that right. There's no right. other deeper yeah. meaning it's, it's, It is what it is Yeah I think there are times When people are trying To be mean spirited But it's not very often though. No and, and you know You can't walk around And again it goes back To the original deal I want attention I I won't. I don't want to pretend this bothers me, so I can somehow get attention that I'm over here in the bothered crowd. No, right? I, you the, know what? The I bothered, think... I'm upset about something that I know that. Hey, they didn't mean to make light of kidnapping, and they didn't mean to be mean about being fat. That's a funny statement. And if you're going to be fat, speaking from experience, if you're going to be fat, you better get a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, because if you don't have one, you're going to have a miserable life. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. You better have a sense of humor.
2: I, I think some people talk themselves into being offended. No, yeah. I, I think there's some no that's doubt. not not real, but I think some people are real, but they've talked themselves into it. No, right. And
1: the trend of caving to these people—they mm-hmm. know you're going to cave into them because right. that's the thing now. Nobody's going. I mean, that's, I hope, as that goes back to I get more attention on me. See, yeah. I, I got them to cave in. I hope East I pulled that sign down. I hope East Chicago restaurant refuses to move, and and I hope they had it designed with the agency that they were going to a new slogan in two weeks, and now they won't go for three more. Right. I right. hope I hope they add on to it and <laughs> leave it up longer. <laughs> yeah, I really agree.
3: Please, who has time
2: to see? Be I will go down the road. I see that. I dial. I, 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 a, I, I kind of want to find the place and go check it out. <laughs> yeah, look, I've never been kidnapped, but I'm fat, and I and it's still funny to me. Yeah. And the fact that I got a sense of humor means it's probably a pretty good environment. Isn't you know why I've yeah. never been
1: kidnapped? Likely because I've been fat a long time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your phone calls are next. Eight six six. We be big.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
1: <laughs> Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Here we go. A long distance, directly assistance. At the end of 30 seconds, the old buzzer will sound. Your time on the program ends. We move to the next caller. We start with Daniel in Cleveland, Ohio. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones to trolling. Here we come phone trolling. Phone troll. Daniel, 30 seconds. Let's go. What's up, Biggin? Yeah.
4: Hey, uh, so I, I'm a transplant to Cleveland, Ohio area. I'm from Alabama. I don't know if you can tell in my accent or not. Yes, we can. But uh, so a few years ago, early 2000s, there was a huge kidnapping thing. Uh, some dude kidnapped like three uh, young teenagers and kept them for like ten something years. Mm. And so up here, it's a little. It's you know. That's an issue with kidnapping and all that kind of stuff. I'm with y'all. I think people need to laugh. I think people need
1: to Yeah, but uh, isn't, is not that thing in Cleveland? I thought that pizza place was in Chicago. Is, is, it, is it just called? It is, it? In, is it, oh, it is in Ohio. Okay, it's just called East of Chicago Pizza, meaning it's that deep dish stuff. Right. Yeah, I understand, but I, I, I still disagree with you. I know there's high sensitivity to it, but, I mean, we all could come up with some horrifying kidnap stories, uh, kidnapping stories all over the country. This phrase has been around for a long time. We have to get back to the point to where we go. This person didn't mean any harm. They're just making a joke. A perfect example, and, and I didn't want to go there, but it sounds like I need to so I can show you some credibility. Everyone knows the calamity that my wife and I went through and, and what happened. We don't live our lives being aghast and being offended every time somebody says to us, hey, man, you, did, you, you keeping your head above water? Man, I'll tell you what, man, I was drowning and – and whatever i never ever think those people are being insensitive because these are phrases that have been around a long time and i don't walk around hoping that i can be aghast every time somebody says something about what we've been through that really unknowingly in the moment might have they wish they'd choose a better phrase because i'm not offended by these phrases because i know no one means any ill intent I don't walk around trying to get attention, being offended if anybody remotely suggests anything about water and drowning and, and whatever. And 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 I, I just I just that's not that's no way to live. I know, you know. And really, there's nothing sincere about it. You're just trying to get attention, right? You know, should people yeah. be try, do their? This is a <clears throat> joke. This is this doesn't mean nobody cares when people were kidnapped in Ohio and kept for years. You can't draw that line. We don't live in that kind of world. We got We got to. We got to toughen up a little bit, and it goes back to really narcissism. You know, it, it, it give give people some leniency, man. Yeah. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to David in Kentucky. David. David, David welcome to the Rick and hey, Bubba good Show.
4: Morning. Good morning, good morning, gentlemen. God bless you. And, Thank uh, you. I'm actually actually a vegan, and I just want to tell you that. Uh, I almost ran off the road whenever uh, uh, Bubba was threatening to, threatening me with a hot dog a while ago. I think <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious, uh, <laughs> and I think people, I, I appreciate your stand for Christ. And I appreciate the humor, you know, because uh, 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 a merry heart does good like a medicine, and I'm feeling pretty healthy right now. So thank <laughs> you guys, David, God bless you. David, let me
2: ask you this. What level of vegetarian are you?
4: I, I am a flexitarian. I will say that. I, I mean, if you put some uh, good pulled pork in front of me, about once or twice a year, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it, but uh, for health reasons, I feel better whenever I'm eating uh, eating uh, more of a vegetarian diet. Yeah, um, well,
2: we all need no. to, we all need some more greens in our diet. Yeah, and it sounds not, like, it sounds like yours uh, is
1: almost extreme moderation, not yeah. true veganism.
2: And that's fine. Well, I
1: mean, it's a choice that you can
2: make, hey, and that's absolutely. what's great about it. But it doesn't. It, you know, we can joke about it. We joke about us overeating all the time too. Yeah. And, so, it, it, you know, I'll, the whole I'll thing please. is we're just yeah. nobody's trying to offend anybody. It's just funny, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you both. Love y'all. Appreciate it. Love uh-huh. you back.
2: 866, we be big. Uh, let's go See, to uh, share a box of nuts with a yeah. vegan, you know, vegan or something, whatever some they lit, eat. Some type right. of salad. I meant to ask, did he eat fish? That was, that's that
1: middle area. Yeah, a lot and of them jump on fish. Yeah. Fish is an animal, though. It is. It yeah. absolutely yeah. is. Uh, but it may yeah. be, like you say, they don't want to eat red meats. Yeah, Yeah, I understand. It. I think uh, you got different eat, levels. We need to eat more fish. That's for sure. How about? How about? I love I'm fish. Not big on fish. I love. Fish. I'll, I'll eat. I love, it, it, love man, fish and I like, like it. you like chicken. I know. See, I'm <laughs> way ahead of you on chicken. I'll, I'll eat fish. Don't get me wrong. It's I not know. like I can't eat it. But I'm not excited about it. I got a pretty high burn factor on fish. Yeah, I'm not I, excited I like when they it, go, hey, though. we're having fish. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah.
2: I just hate to hear Betty say, well, it tastes fishy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah. It's now, I fish. like a good riverboat special every now and then. No, that's I, yeah, I had that last week. Yeah, yeah. but We can eat on that for two days. Oh, that's good
1: stuff. Let's go to Tom <laughs> in Florida. Tom, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead.
2: Hey, guys.
4: Thank you so damn much
2: for uh, Common Sense.
4: We don't have that much in this world anymore. Uh, this whole dang pizza deal and and things um, makes me look at like uh, movies back with uh, Blazing Saddles and things. You would never get it being oh. able to put that on TV nowadays. Oh, no. I mean, oh When the you, sheriff is riding into town you
1: and that, it. you couldn't put that on right now. If you, I mean, no way. Uh-uh. I think people just start crying. Ah, Blazing Saddles. I'll tell you
2: another <laughs> one I saw that was what? on. I tuned by was uh, Weird Science. Yeah. And and I started watching again because I remember watching it when I was younger. I love it that funny. movie, by the way. And uh, mm-hmm. my goodness, some of the things they were saying—you well, would be run out. I'm, I'm surprised the the actors didn't have
1: to leave Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I know that yeah. is true. Anonymous caller out of the great state of Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead.
4: Hey guys, I'm I'm a high school football coach, and, and we try to we try our best to show the love of Jesus Christ every day to these kids, and and try to to teach them, you know, the the way to righteousness through Him, and 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 we're really having a hard time uh, pushing, getting through adversity, and getting over the hump, and 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 doing these different things that can help us in the long run to our kids. Uh, I was wanting to get some advice, some maybe some biblical scripture, or even some uh, personal experiences on uh, overcoming adversity from you guys.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's many. Uh, you, you certainly want to uh, to go to First uh, Peter one six and seven because this talks about the reason why adversity exists in the first place. So you certainly want that one. Uh, 2 Corinthians 12, and I'm trying to go down there when right after, and maybe it's around verse 7, I think, and, and follow what Paul says after that where he begins to celebrate persecution, celebrate calamity, celebrate uh, whatever humbles him because when he's weak, he's actually strong. You know, the Bible talks about a bizarre twist of true strength, and it's actually through weakness when we die and become totally dependent on Christ. That's when we become, you know, strong. I had to deal with this in my own life, and what we went through with, with Bronner and his earthly death was one of the main things that God taught me in that is that I was a person who practiced the sin of self-reliance, uh, and, uh, and I was not dependent on the Lord for everything, uh, and he taught me that, and, and I have been better since. So, uh, so those are those are some good ones. Uh, and Did of you course, say Second
2: Corinthians uh-huh.
1: four eight? Well, I, that's one, but there, I think starting in seven too, he goes on to really uh, list all the different things he's been through. And another good one is John sixteen thirty three. That's a great one uh, that reminds you that uh, tribulation is part of the fallen creation, and we will have it, but Jesus has overcome it, so we stay at peace because of Him. That's a great one, uh, and of course. Um, uh, to live as Christ, to die as gain in Philippians, I think, chapter 2. Uh, and he talks about, you know, if, if if this is the end of my life, fine, but if I live, I'll keep on Rick honoring Christ. And
0: Bubba, Rick and Bubba, Rick
1: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. here we go, Ooh, 35 James minutes past the buddy. hour, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. As, uh, have you started hearing from your uh, accountant yet, are, are you take care of your own taxes, and you're starting to get all that stuff? Hey, save this for your taxes. And for some of us, that could be a very, very daunting reminder that um, you may still owe the IRS money, and you keep thinking it's today today. It's today the day they show up at my work and start garnishing my wages. It's today the day they start saying that they're going to sell off my stuff to get what, what, what I owe them. Well, look, that can be a terrible, terrible way to live. Uh, Optima Tax Relief can be an advocate for you uh, because they can get between you and the IRS, and then they can work with the IRS and your situation to negotiate uh, this being, uh, you know, taken out of your life. You just can't live your life like this anymore. It's not going to go away. Uh, did you know that the IRS, you know, they they've got a fresh start initiative. But, you know, I wouldn't know how to approach that or get started on that. But Optima Tax Relief, they do know how to do it. So they've already resolved over a billion dollars worth of tax debt for people just like you. So get the peace of mind that comes when you have Optima on your side. Uh, the number to call them is 1-800-501-0866. 800-501-0866. That number is also uh, at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, Stephen in Montgomery, I-92. Stephen, we continue with phone calls. Go ahead.
4: Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey. Hey, I've got a question about these uh, people who consider themselves to be vegans. If they identify as being a vegan, um, is it okay for them to eat animal crackers? (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: i think that one's just a just a, a, a or, mind game or Not could you could you just eat meat and still identify as a vegan absolutely yeah yeah that's true yeah because yeah. the definition doesn't matter anymore true. it's what you feel right well right. The, yeah, yeah right.
1: absolutely so uh, we continue trina wetumpka alabama trina go ahead
5: um i was just i have two daughters that are vegans um and i was just going to address the question about they eat fish or anything like that they might Mine anyway do not eat fish or anything created by an animal, so they don't. It's not they don't drink cow milk. They mm. don't have regular butter or regular cheese.
1: I know this is tough. Do
2: they? Uh, do they have to require any supplements for iron or anything?
5: Um, they do take um, additional like vitamins, and they. Uh, my oldest daughter is the one that's strictly, really strictly vegan, and she. Um, has a whole list of things that she has to watch and incorporate different proteins so that she can make sure that she's getting proteins and and stuff like that.
2: Like what kind of proteins? How does she, uh, other than supplements, what does she do?
5: Um, she, I mean, she, she just factors. There's different, like, I mean, peanut butter. She uses a lot of like it's a vegan peanut butter and and. What, what, um, whoa,
1: whoa! What is a vegan peanut butter? <coughs> yeah. when, when did what? the peanut become anti-vegan? <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. Something about whatever oils are in it. So oh, I think it God. might use some different oils. Trina, I'm
1: so sorry.
6: <laughs> wow, that Well, I a lot well I'll tell butt you butt butt. what.
5: Um, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners have become quite different.
1: Oh, I so, Bet. Well. Ooh, the wow.
6: The ham
5: is much. The ham is much smaller. Although my uh, younger one. When I was like, well, I don't know what we're gonna have for Thanksgiving, Emily. She's like, oh, I'm gonna eat some ham.
1: Yeah, see that. Was like, yeah, that one's but, got some sense.
5: <laughs> so I say she's like, I guess she's vegan, so she's flexible vegan. I don't <laughs> know.
1: Is this more of a uh, is, is this more of a? I don't want animals to be consumed. It. It is it because if it's health oriented, uh, you, you could save well, your you can save your money on supplements by having a good lean meat. Um,
5: well, my oldest daughter when she was right before she graduated college, she had like emergency gallbladder surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so did I. Doll- well, yeah, but she just said that like certain things were just upsetting her stomach yeah. more. True. And so she just she really just started out eating a lot more vegetables, and then it just kind of mm-hmm. um, ended up. She just like, well, I'm going to try this. I personally think that she's a one. Of, she's one of those kids that really likes to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And so it's very much challenging to try and find things to eat.
1: Yeah, well, that ought to <laughs> like, keep her bees. You know, it, like it will. Yeah. yeah, well, it, look, to each, to each its own, is she, she's not one of these that thinks you and, and all the rest of us should do the same thing, is she? No.
5: Okay, no, well, she's see, that's like um, yeah, Because like, when she comes for the holidays, I'm like, well, I have this and this. You mm-hmm. know, I've, I brought all these different vegetables so that you can make stuff. She's like, yeah, and I'll bring my own stuff. It's fine.
1: Yeah, so she's, I mean, she's not trying to make trouble.
5: No, she's not like she has to be out of the house when I'm cooking a ham.
1: Understood. Okay. Well, good. Well, good. You know, well, good. Well, you know, yeah. to each his own. Yeah, and, that's, and, and, right. no, that's what she wants to do. Sure. Uh, have we at it. we continue. Uh, let's go to Randy. It, is
2: lettuce tough on you? By the way, yeah, I'm not is a big it, lettuce guy. Golf letter, I mean, when you you don't no, have golf no, it, no, Is it rough? Lettuce
1: has always been tough for me.
2: Yeah, it was a thistle. But, it doesn't have any. My, my
1: dad. My digestive system. It's fine. Certain types of lettuces, my digestive system says we're not a fan. Right. Let's send that on through <laughs> uh, We can't find any nutritional benefit to this We're sending it on through <laughs> uh, that's, we, that's what everybody does <laughs> we, uh, Randy and Dothan Newstalk 1039 Randy, welcome to Rick and Bubba Good morning guys hey, uh, Randy. The only way I, I'm not going to vote for Trump Is if Jesus shows up at the convention
7: But he better have a good economic plan
6: <laughs> no. The
7: thing is Vegan uh, <laughs> okay. is no longer politically correct It's plant based
6: and oh, really? all my
7: all my cows, the, uh, plant, all the steak is either grass fed or corn fed.
1: Yeah, It but is that, It is interesting that they won't eat an animal that the, what the meat we're eating, all that animal eats is vegetables.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I mean, now look, I know it tastes good. I kind of understand a little issue with old piggy. <laughs> oh, piggy, piggy eat anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand why that was not the, the best of choices. You know, now if you've got a you know, boy, piggy, he'll uh, yeah, boy, I mean, he'll eat anything. Yeah, you know. a cucumber. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, Uh we continue. I uh, love <laughs> your pig. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go to. Um, uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Let's go to <laughs> Illinois, where Joe is standing by. Joe, go ahead. Hey guys,
4: how's it going? Good.
1: Hey, good. Hey,
4: uh my son is dating a vegan. Been dating her for. About four years now and he's still a staunch uh, meat eater he just saves money on food but she <laughs> eats oysters because she claims fresh oysters don't have a nervous system so she's allowed to eat them uh, oh, and, wow and I'm not I'm not allowed to tell her the truth that not only do they have a central nervous system but if they're fresh oysters, they're alive until they hit your stomach. <laughs>
2: hey, please,
4: so, you
1: you got to bring that up. You you can't miss that opportunity. Yeah. And there's yeah, a few oh, months out of the year you can't eat them.
4: <laughs> no, see, I've been married for 30 years, and I like living indoors. Oh, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> wife, wife said no. You will never tell her that. I said yes, ma'am. Hey, I live indoors now?
1: <laughs> that's good. That's a good point. <laughs> Anthony, Niceville, Florida. Anthony, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Biggins. buddy? Hey. hey.
4: Hey, just a couple quick comments. Um, I think that uh, whole pizza shop thing is is kind of a, uh, you know, not really a serious situation. If you want to see a group of folks get their panties in a bunch, just say something negative about them old dog hunters running them dogs through your private property, and you done started a fire now.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the dog hunters they they're they're a vocal bunch.
2: Yes, yeah, sir, they sure are.
1: Not sure how we tied that to the pizza yeah. story, but I, I hear you. What? Uh, let's, uh, let's go. I guess to... he's talking about offending people or something. Yeah, I, I guess. I, guess. I, just, I don't know. I'm was, trying. We, we took a little bit of a turn there. Though. Maybe uh, maybe maybe we did. We continue. Betty in that, Fort Payne, Alabama. to lock the brakes down. Betty, go ahead.
5: Mm. Monkey Acres.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl. <Greg.
7: laughs> go ahead. Uh, I wanted to comment about the pizza. I remember – a lady calling the local radio host here in Fort Payne because he played grandma got run over by a reindeer and her grandmother was dead. Yeah. He asked her, well, did she get run over by a reindeer? Yeah. And I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was is.
1: Look, These are people that they're looking to be offended. They want to be in attention. Oh, look at me. I'm upset. You were so insensitive. You don't know what I went through. That's narcissism is what that is. It's not true. It's not a true issue. It's, it's, I'm, I, some, I'm not getting enough attention today because nobody's not asking about my grief or my, my, my situation today. will you not know? you just laugh with the rest of it? Uh, It'll we, make for a better day. Rob, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Go ahead. Good morning. How you all guys doing? Good. Great. Good. Hey, our son's a doctor
4: of chiropractic, and he brought up plant-based diets or vegan diets last time he was here with us, and we've tried it. I can tell you in one week of doing it, I lost 50 points of cholesterol. Nothing's tasting bad, and I made tacos out of uh, – out of tofu, my wife couldn't tell the difference. Uh, the only supplement they took, or they recommend B12, is a game. A film called Game Changers, yeah. talking about the sports world and how they're yeah. setting new records on plant-based diets is really interesting.
1: Mm. yeah well, that's great. I, I, that's I mean great. that's that's fine My, I, I have no desire to ever eat anything called tofu now tofu yeah. is you see what's gonna happen one day <laughs> is somebody's gonna do research on tofu what? and they're <laughs> gonna come out and they're gonna come out and say who would ever thought eating these cubes or whatever the heck this is yeah. uh would be bad for you i bet you one thing you bring some tofu tacos in here we'll tell the difference oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> look okay it's fine there's no there's no reason we should all yeah, do better no, with our health trying to do better but you know, this is an extreme that I don't think is necessary, uh, nor is it desired. You know, thank you. Uh, it came across my desk, plant based diet. Uh, Burgess says hard pass. And uh, as <laughs> long as it stays that way, but they are groups who are trying to force it on everybody. They yeah. say that nobody should eat. That's it. the problem. And n- none of these callers have done that. No. And, no, but, no. but I'm just saying, look, lean meats, up. fresh fish, um, you know, it's um, really, I-, I think our biggest foe. And, and I, look, I, I still eat some of this too. I believe the look at the processed foods is probably the biggest issue we have. I don't think lean meats are as evil as the processed foods out there and the things that we don't know where they were made in some laboratory somewhere.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Here we go, nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. 866. We Be Big is our number. Things you need to know. Still to come on the program, Secretary Ben Carson will be with us. We'll talk to Whispering Ben Carson coming up next hour. We'll uh, look and review some of the upcoming Super Bowl commercials. That's still to come on the program today. Also, uh, later today after the show, we will record uh, the next edition, I think, episode 17 of uh, rick and bubba university the podcast another rick and bubba profile we interview michael helms all things michael helms uh, will be coming up that'll be a ratings monster <laughs> that one's coming up this uh this weekend when you wake up so enjoy that that, all may, the- that may push that one i did <laughs> <laughs> Greg, know, people, we're know, gonna be battling for the top spot we, we, we unpack it so uh, so that'll be happening uh, coming up this weekend um also um so, Bubba, and I've had people ask about this, and and I'm starting to get this on uh, social media, emails, and and, uh, and uh, things like that. So I told you that uh, my wife Sherry's book, uh, Bronner: A Journey to Understand, is coming to Audible.com, you know, iTunes, all the different places you get audiobooks. But you know, the the days of the audiobook, you know, this is kind of new stuff, and and all of it, just about, I would say, almost a hundred percent of it. Is is self publishing? You know, it, the, the the days of the way books, even in print, were done is changing rapidly because mainly people buy books online, or people go to audio, or they go to Kindle, or the, the whole publishing book world is so much different. Even bubble, even when you and I did some books. Yep. So um, so the problem is is now we're also living in a time where you don't really interact with human beings much on cur- customer service anymore. You mainly are having to read emails and click here and look at this, and if you have a problem, hit support, and we'll get back to you in a day or so. And 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 so the process of, of doing this, and and first of all, we have just incredible friends uh, that were very very kind and and uh, took uh, you know took Sherry into a studio, and Sherry is reading the book, which it's I've heard excerpts from it. It's going to be so so very powerful. Excited about what God's going to do with that, uh, on, on top of what He's already done with the printed book. But anyway, so um, so you you have to do it all yourself, including uploading it to Audible.com, and then it goes through a process of them having to approve it and and then uh, make sure everything. And they have all these different things, Bubba, which is where I want you to weigh in. So you have to go through this list, and they say we want it at this level, and you got to do it here, and you got to break the chapters down this way, and it's very specific. So. Sherry's book was in the process, and and Adler and Mark Phillips who produced it, and and Adler helping out getting it uploaded, and and all this, and so we were like, okay, it's out there, and so then you wait, usually ten to fourteen business days for them to say it's live, it, it it's it's rolling. Well, it, it, fourteen day hit, and and I reached out to customer service. I'm like, hey, something's going on here. Yours your book is being considered for rejection,
6: and I was oh, like, no. oh
1: boy, oh here we go. So then they finally sent me the things that they said were not right that needed to be corrected. So for those of you that are waiting on it, that probably means we resubmitted it yesterday, but I have a specific question for Bubba. So now it will probably be 10 to 14 business days from now. So, so that, that's probably going to push into mid to late February now So because we had to resubmit. Now the process starts all over again. So here was the thing that I think, Bob, I was going to say, I think they need to change, but I, I think it's fine unless you're like us and you worked in an industry that involves engineering production. So the thing that we that we didn't do, and, and they, there was even discussion among a couple of engineers, Mark Phillips and another engineer that we know, you know uh, Joel, and, and they said oh, well, the, the term they're using with every chapter, allow a half a second to a second and a half of room tone. Well, when we were coming up, that's when you would take tape and put it in, and a tone would let you set your levels, and then whatever was on that tape started. Mm-hmm. Well, they were like, well, this is digital, so we there's no need for this because it's not necessary with digital files that have been recorded digitally and now will be downloaded or listened to digitally, so, so they didn't do it. Well they're coming back and so, say, Well, you gotta do that. Well, Adler and I yesterday were trying to figure out what are they talking about a room tone? And really what they're talking about is silence. Yeah, they want a, a silence, a break. Well well, what it should yeah. say then on the instruction is We need a silence. For each <laughs> chapter or each file. <laughs> give us dead air. Give, yeah. <laughs> give us silence for a half a second to a second and a half on the front end and the back end. Right. Because when the engineer people saw the term room tone, they're like, Well, that's a that's a tape. Phrase that we used back in the days of tape, mm-hmm. where you put a tone on there for everybody to set their levels before they started, and I and I'm really suggesting sending the customer support. Y'all need to change this phrase oh, to yeah. silence. Yeah. Silence. We know immediately what to do now. Sure. I've never it, heard it, the term room room tone. Room tone. That's, I, that that's to a bad sure, phrase because yeah. you're trying. What What are you talking about? And but I, I know what it is. The way they set them up that way. If you're listening to it, it'll move from chapter. To, they'll They'll probably put uh, a sequence in there that'll move it from chapter yeah. to chapter to you chapter. Make it. Well, the other thing was, and it was brilliant, they said we want one file that is nothing but the end. That's it, the end. Well, well, we have the the epilogue in there. No, the epilogue cannot end it. We have to have the phrase, the end. The end. So Adler and I were up here yesterday, and we're trying to get this thing resubmitted. He goes, I think I can go in here and find her saying the end. Oh yeah! Throughout this this audio and and the brilliant editing job he did that he finally puts together words that Sherry said to make it to make her say at the end the end. And uh, <laughs> so so no, if, if if you're one of these people, I guess that goes all the way to your book says the end. Uh, you'll uh, you'll it's a different file. You, Just remember when you hear Sherry say the end, it was it was a masterful editing job by Adler. So room tone. Do I mean that Rick, that? They're, they're, uh, can uh, we hear the end? Do you yeah. want to hear that? It's out of yeah, yeah. Right, coming out of Skype. Yeah. So, so listen to what Adler did. This is incredible.
5: Bronner. A Journey to Understand by Sherry Burgess. The end.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so he, uh, job, Adam him, boy. <laughs> but uh, but So <laughs> they it's really not silence like what we used to have they want some they just want ambient room noise, but no audible sounds in it so it's different from our silence it would be zero they do want just some background yes if you would i guess and i guess that's what their equipment set up to note is a change of you know <laughs> chapter or something
1: yeah i don't know it's uh you know that I, now i'm wondering is is it enough Is it have enough noise in it mm-hmm. yeah I, know. Uh, I, I don't know yeah, but gracious so we're we're trying to uh, trying to work work through that but huh. uh it's um uh hopefully uh that will uh that that that'll do it this time if not you know it's uh you know maybe maybe we'll have to come back and actually open the mic see i'd never heard that term but yeah. apparently
2: in in uh, you know film production and things it's uh it, it's used much more well at
1: first i was like <clears throat> well we just must have missed that and then i talked to mark he said no we didn't miss it we just thought this is digital uh we're not recording this to tape so there shouldn't be any need for that Yeah, Uh, But they sent it back, said they wanted it. So we put it on there and sent it off again. So we'll see. Uh, Top of the hour, we'll come back. We'll look at some of the Super Bowl commercials uh, that uh, we may see this weekend and break those down. And Ben Carson also coming up next hour.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
7: The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved.
1: It is six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Interns helping out today. Happy Gilmore and Stretch Armstrong earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a super power. Uh, some things that you need to know about. Check those upcoming events: the Bold Conference, Baker, Florida, Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church, Saturday. Uh, probably starts today, but I'll be speaking on Saturday there. Uh, and uh, if you're going to make plans to be there, uh, there are inf- there's information available to you. They're under upcoming events. Uh, also, you can go there and find out about the Pursuit Men's Conference coming to Dothan, the home of 103.9. Uh, and, of course, you can uh, come uh, come out and see Rich Wingo, Bill Searcy, Brody Kroll, Michael, and Chris Adler, Leading Worship. Tickets are still available for that event, and you can catch that. That is February 21 and 22. Uh, so look for that under upcoming events as well. Uh, also, the February the 29th, Demopolis, Alabama, you'll, you'll see um, another opportunity, a big men's event there. That one is free, uh, but it, you do need to get a ticket just so they can kind of know how many people are coming. Uh, if that area appeals to you, you can get there. Look for February the 29th, also there at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Bubba, we have the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Have you forgotten about that, friend? No, I have not, Rick. Also, whispering Ben Carson coming up this hour with us as well. Um, so, we we this thing where they release commercials, so they want you to see them before you see them. That's a strange oh. concept, but there it is. I know, Greg. But, Greg, you have enjoyed oh, look, it. look, I, I have. Add, add to really... it,
2: you'll be in trouble if you show it on the wrong stream. <laughs> I mean, that really complicates it. Sure.
1: Back when I was – first you know getting into the business here's here was a concept that seemed to be pretty apparent to me people who are running commercials want the, the largest number of people in the history of the world to hear their ad and then hopefully respond to it and any time you could get their ad in front of anybody they were all for it especially if they didn't pay for it Can anybody give me an amen on that one, Yes. So what we're basically trying to do is give people bonus spots. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, so some people don't like us. uh, Some of the people don't like us, and they may flag you on the archive on YouTube today, but we'll see. All right, so where are we headed first? I feel a little bit of
3: pressure here, uh, Mm -hmm. but just know if you don't like them, let's just stop it. Yeah, don't feel pressured. I'll I'll um, say,
1: yeah, stop that, or Bubba can say it, or whoever. So
3: Fox sold 77 ad units for 30 seconds each, but some brands are going long. And so there's going to be fewer commercials than 77, about 50. They did find a little bit more space, so you can expect that. And I think we got like 30-some-odd commercials here in their entirety. This is an Amazon commercial in its entirety. We played a little bit. It has to do with Ellen. Take a listen.
5: Baby! Coming! Alexa, turn down the thermostat. Okay, turning down thermostat. Ready. Here we go. What do you think people did before, Alexa? Alexa?
7: Alessa, turn the temperature down two degrees. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Alexine. Tell me a joke.
7: Jokes. Um God, you think I know lies? Look at me.
6: <laughs>
5: Next. News. Get your news here. Alex, what's today's news? Doesn't
8: matter, it's all fake. Doesn't matter,
1: it's all fake. Al, play that song I like.
3: (laughs) Al. Next song.
8: Alexei, tell us something interesting. Okay. The Earth is flat, and a witch stole his pants.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
7: Aleximus, send this message to Prince Constantine.
1: Alicia, remind me to delete those tapes. Yes, Mr. President.
5: I ain't deleting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what people did before Alexa. Alexa, play my favorite song. i
6: okay. <laughs> That's
2: pretty funny. That
3: is pretty funny. Yeah, It seems clever. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, this is uh, featuring Post Malone and it's Bud Light First Aid. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> I really hate this sitting zoom. So
1: back. you got Bud Light back there.
9: Bud Light made a seltzer? Wait, hey, Bud Light made a seltzer?
5: I wonder what it tastes like.
9: Only one way to find out.
4: What are the taste buds saying?
7: Tastes great. No Bud Light, just hard seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. Light and refreshing. It
1: says light and refreshing. Let's get that instead. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Post Malone doesn't drink seltzer. We drink Bud Light. Everybody knows that. Why not try something new? <laughs> bud Light. Seltzer. Bud Light. Seltzer. Bud Light. Oh, uh, season one was much better than season two.
0: Guys, guys, we're incredibly rich. Let's get
1: both. I'll get both.
3: Game Pretzels, Bud Light Seltzer, unquestioned. That's pretty good. So, what is the seltzer?
1: I don't. I have no idea. It can't be good. But I mean, is it just they said no Bud Light? Is it have alcohol in? yeah oh yeah oh, it does. There's, there's these there's a whole line of seltzers yeah. out there. there's actually one laying out here in the stairwell the old white check it out yeah. yeah for some reason
2: i'm doing a test usually i throw stuff away i'm gonna see how long it'll stay there so is this one? 12 those, days by the I way i like the taste buds in that
1: commercial so, right so. Is, is,
2: is this i've got a counter on it's 12 days it's is this been the whole there.
1: thing where any kind of drink anybody invents the everybody al- the alcohol <laughs> people have to say well let's do an alcohol version of that yeah. no matter what oh, it is yeah. cuz there's been yeah. there's been the old Seltzer waters out there I with flavored so. for a long I time I think that's basically what this is it's yeah. mm-hmm. yeah.
8: exactly what it is yeah you like those you've been tearing them up i don't know who's <laughs> getting crunk in our stairwell here on the on the on the way out every day like, there's a crinkled up white cloth yes. uh, some days i see two of them i'm yeah. like who's getting toe up in the stairwell yeah. right here yeah. mm-hmm. but um I yeah no i i've never seen this uh like alcoholic seltzer in a can phenomenon until right now oh, yeah. Yeah. starting right now it's like all these hipster girls got um got into drinking those Lacroix drinks which yeah. is just which is non-alcoholic it's just like a you know whatever and then people are like whoa if girls love this seltzer water so much let's put some alcohol in it yeah you this, this is and now everybody's right. jumping on board yeah. this yeah. is the this is the modern day yeah. wine cooler yes yeah. you're right okay and okay. it's
1: a woman thing yeah i got you that that's it Bartles and James may come back. Mm-hmm. You remember them two guys? <laughs> well, don't no We know we can't even now. In there, like an angry apple juice too. Uh, yeah, angry yeah, orchard. And, and uh, oh, there's apple juice. in there's What's juice. the What's the one hard lemonade? lemonade. Heart yeah, lemonade. yeah. 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 It's, it's like so. Any Any drink people like. Somebody says, "What about an alcoholic version sure. of that?" Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Throw a little that in there. Let's yeah. try it out. Let's mix right. that in.
3: Here is uh, Mountain Dew uh, Zero Sugar. Is this alcohol I, Mountain Dew? Come out wherever you are. <laughs>
9: I've got new Mountain Dew Zero Sugar with the same refreshing taste as the original. But without any of the sugar!
0: The shining. Here's Mountain Dew Zero.
2: I am thirsty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not the twins. <laughs> okay, grown up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right,
3: um, <laughs> let me. Right, Reese's take five. Let me go. Let me go to that. By the
1: way, not a, not a bad candy bar. Mm. You ever tried it? The, the Reese's take five. Take five that's five. good. That's mm-hmm. good. Got a good pretzel, pretzel in there. In there yeah.
3: there it go. I'm mm. see, there Be- it is, right there. All right. <clears throat> mm. What's that?
5: Reese's take five bar: chocolate, peanuts, caramel, peanut butter, pretzels. Never heard of it. Where have you been? Under a rock? <laughs> to me. What were you born yesterday? <laughs>
6: really, Trish.
5: Me neither. Were you raised by wolves? Really insensitive, Trish. Are you clueless? Head <laughs> in the sand?
9: That's a fancy <laughs> Yeah, Trish.
5: You from another planet? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I never heard of Take 5, neither. <laughs> Turnip
8: truck. Oh, none of us have heard of Take 5. Oh. <laughs> Look at his oh. cow! with his head.
6: Down. Lisa's Take 5. That's the best
0: bar uh, you've never heard of. That's funny.
2: <laughs> Got his head
1: in. <laughs> All the little stereo. <laughs> <laughs> little yeah, that
0: one's really good.
3: Imagine yeah. if we'd have saw that Sunday snack. I know, I know,
1: now, man. I, I would have come in Monday when I tell you, take five was the best one. <laughs> yeah, y'all can play with take five, <laughs> did. But now I've already seen it. We so. got a
3: good list, and we can continue
1: through the week. But we'll, we'll be back. 15 minutes past, there's your little look ahead to the Super Bowl. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba,
0: Rick and Bubba. Bubba. Proving daily. That common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba.
1: Twenty-one minutes now, past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Ben Carson with us before the hour is over. Uh, your phone calls still to come, more stories to cover. Right now uh, we've got something to discuss concerning Eddie Van Adler. I got So, the guys, uh, from time to time, Greg and Speedy are pretty pretty consistent on this. Uh, I know that Helmsley will, will, will drop in every now and then, and we, we all have our versions of trying to do better. And uh, so, every, every now and then, and I, and I heard it live yesterday, I heard Adler say to Speedy and Greg, I'm going with y'all. He did. He, yeah, he yeah, said that. And this is for them to go, do, mean, go do their workout. Mm-hmm. And then there was a very, very, what we will say, unreasonable request made by Adler since Greg was going, and it was uh, just totally a waste of breath, a waste of time. If I'm not mistaken, he had something planned, which you guys will now tell us about, and he'll try to Mm -hmm. explain that he was going to do something that was going to be a little abnormal at the workout, and then in a complete waste of time, asked that Greg not make fun of him. I didn't correct. hear that part.
8: Yeah, correct. Y'all don't laugh. Wasted breath. Wasted you know, so breath. we go over. You can't we, get that breath back. No. Yeah, hey, y'all don't laugh is what I said. But I well, must have been, I'll never get those I words think I back. I was in the bathroom. He, he, hear, you
3: were. We so we stretch and then we're like, okay, well, let's do some cardio. Do whatever you want, and then we'll we'll do
1: like we'll work. Out so Greg me. went to the restroom, and then when he came out, you were doing what you yes. asked them not to laugh at. Yes.
8: yes. And then what did he do? He laughed. No, real he did, loud. He, I thought they were going to
3: hit the <laughs> lunk alarm. But he laughed so Rick loud, it startled me.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: Rick, we all get on our treadmills and we're all kind of getting our stuff together. And I look over to my right, and he's holding a medicine ball. He's like, like he's just holding a baby. Like he's holding. And we're on the
8: treadmills. We're on the treadmill. Yeah. You clearly and, had it out of its area. And
3: I'm like, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden, he turns around like he's backpedaling.
8: Yeah. Uh, and hits the treadmill. And I'll just let you yeah. take it from there. All right. So I walked backwards with a medicine ball over my head for ten Stuck minutes straight on up in there and asked yeah. Greg not to laugh at that. I did. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I didn't and have a warning of that. And yeah. I just walked out and when I saw that, my reaction was to laugh extremely <laughs> yeah. loud. Really Greg, loud.
8: You, your your laughter echoed off the it mirrors did. of yeah. Planet Fitness. It's it's like people that,
1: turned and looked. It scared that lady
3: who was reading the book while on her treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Well, they really don't like us. No.
1: That the, the dude book readers do not.
3: like No, us. they do. Well, no, who like us. would like? I can't imagine why. Yeah.
8: Why, Greg? Weird.
3: That seems like that would be very hard to do. Too, yeah. yeah, but Greg can't just laugh. He's got to have comments.
8: <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. That looks stupid. I believe, you know. I, I believe his words <laughs> as he's coming out of the bathroom for the entire Planet Fitness to hear was, Oh, I'm walking backwards. Oh, Look exactly. like at me. I'm sharp. Oh, I'm walking backwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I want to be sure I've got wow. this right. If I were to Greg walk... that was my first view as I rounded the corner. All right, if I, if, I, if I had walked in, if I had been... Well, let's just make me Greg. I, I walk out of the bathroom, I turn the corner, and on the treadmill, I see you... Walking backward holding a medicine ball over your head on the treadmill. Is yes. that what I would have seen? <laughs> yeah. That's what you would have seen, Rick. And you requested you walking? requested no one to comment on that. And Rick a two point 2. two miles an hour. And don't I mean. and don't forget he's mixed in with everybody. Yeah. You know, right. he, he, he wasn't single. I mean he's mm-hmm. doing it. There's people beside him, regular <laughs> things, some yeah. are reading. Uh-huh. You got the one guy that does this fast walk that he can do forever. Oh, oh it's amazing, Rick. he wears I, knees hey, socks. Rick he, he runs like this. And he'll do it the, ho- the whole time. Four or five hours. Yeah. And in the middle of that, there's a man four or five with. Hours. Well, I made that. Right. In the middle of minutes, that, there's a guy minutes. with a medicine ball over his head walking back. And he's one of our guys. <laughs> and he's one of our guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with it, it, hey, hey, earbuds in and a serious look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> and you said he does it because he's crooked? I think he's trying to straighten yeah, himself, he out. said. Yeah.
8: Okay. Balance. So I'm holding this medicine ball over my head, you know, as, as long as I could. Walking backwards. And let me tell you while I'm wa- why I'm walking backwards. I know this sounds stupid and crazy, and yes, it did look really stupid. All right? I'll admit that. Well, you
1: knew that because you asked it, no one responded. <laughs> That's right. I didn't hear that part, or I wasn't laugh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
8: hear
1: it. So, What's next? I'm going to ask
8: Ricky Bubba not to eat breakfast. <laughs> I'm getting older. And as we get older, as we push ourselves while we're training and working and exercising, little tiny nagging injuries start coming up that you never had before. Mm -hmm. I'm having some pain in the arch of my foot. Plantar fasciitis, yep. to you, Bubba. Yep. I'm having that? some pain. I went for a run the day before with my dogs through my neighborhood, and we're—I mean, we're—we're we're pushing, we're grinding, we're going up hills. I'm doing high knees up up hills. It's—we're it's, going great. It's Franklin. Franklin's
1: back's not ready for this. Franklin?
8: Yeah. Well, the thing is, when I do my high knees, I go so slow he can just trot. Okay, you know try. he's been injured. Right. Yeah. Picture this
1: now in your neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Don't forget. funny yeah. looking dog. Yeah, he doesn't go off to <laughs> a track. He's in the neighborhood. Right. Of everybody. <laughs> Next thing everybody you know, he has medicine see. ball over right. his head.
8: Yeah. And so, uh, and my foot started, I started getting that needle pain in the arch of my foot, yep, and yep. I'm like, dang it. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to do some cardio, but with that forward running that I did yesterday, my, my foot started hurting. That's why you came up And so, head. I'm like, you know what? I bet you use different muscles when you walk backwards. You do. And you so, did. I was like, I guess I'll walk backwards. So, that's why I did it. <laughs> I told my wife last night what What happened? and she looked at me and she's like you're going to end up on the internet man <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, you're going to be on youtube you're already on it man yeah it's going to be like look at this idiot ha 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 and it's going to go viral and straight up because speedy and greg were there with me i think that gave me some bravery to do this because if i was just some guy by myself okay, on a treadmill yeah. but instead i had speedy right next to me and then right next support. to him was greg and i was like See, I have friends. I am weird, but see, I do have friends, everybody. You saw me having a conversation with him earlier. <laughs> do, do you think?
1: Yeah. And, and don't you also then that, that – doesn't that also create an out? Look at this guy, man. He's trying to be zany for his friends. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You yeah. got that in there. Well, they you,
3: dared him to do it. You know, <laughs> you know, me, you know me. I
1: mean? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a dare. I missed a good old day. He must have lost a bet. Right. right. I
3: felt a little uncomfortable because, you know, I don't catch – i don't i don't I, I mean i don't miss anybody and the reaction and i'm looking all around yeah. and i'm seeing people like recognize what you're doing yeah and i felt like it was me because i was so close to you
8: yeah, yeah it's yeah.
3: almost like i'm
1: like
8: yeah thanks you for know. taking some of the heat off of me yeah, guys i appreciate yeah. it we well. usually have Rick, in there the
1: way it's set up like you're on the treadmills in front of you are the bicycles and you're at their back how many times do you think people on the bicycles go Oh yeah, that to yeah. Yeah. They had to give us that look. Isn't this supposed to be one of those those chains that claims the things y'all do are not supposed to be? I going almost on hit in the lunker, lunker alarm, so. alarm. It's yeah.
8: judgment free
1: zone though, so we tried to not to judge him.
8: Thanks for not judging, Greg. You're the best, buddy. I almost hit the lunker alarm. <laughs> y'all, normally when you're on the treadmills though, that. uh the, the, all the people can walk behind you. When normally when you're on the treadmills, people yeah. are walking behind you and you don't see them because you you're not facing did. them. So I'm walking backwards. <laughs> And everybody that's coming into the gym is just walk. I was like, wow, this is weird. Did that not see weird. this coming. Like I'm having a nod. <laughs> how you doing? Nod at everybody as they walk. Nice yeah. to see Hey, you. is my belly button sticking out? Sorry about that. Let me fix that. Okay. <laughs> Who are you liking the Super Bowl? Who are you liking the Super Bowl? Because they made that eye
1: contact. <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely made eye contact. <laughs> I mean, like, what the heck oh, is oh, yeah. this guy First doing? First of all, they think, why has he got that mess ball over his head? And then, oh, hey, hey how are you doing? Uh, how are you doing? Greg, the yeah. only thing that could have made it better, and I know you in your time of despair you didn't think of it because all you wanted to do was to attack mm-hmm. Yeah. there's actually would have been even a more embarrassing thing for him if y'all had started cheering him on. I know. Go hey, on. man, come on, Chris. You can do oh, it. Wow. Yeah, that would have been you good. Gosh, if you y'all You can overcome. <laughs> if you would have done the that. Rick, I was so straighten startled. Straighten your body out, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Stand I was, up straight.
3: I, had, I was it. hoping he was going to drop the medicine ball and it hit the treadmill and and then – See, that's true. Like, shoot off somewhere. At I mean, one point, was,
8: <laughs> Speedy was right next to me, and I was getting really, really tired, and I was yeah. having to go one hand at a time. It did look kind of hard. One hand at a time, one uh-huh. hand at a time. Like I would be like – one two three four five six seven eight. One two three four five six seven eight. how taking, big a ball we got up there? Yeah, it I was a ten, 10 it. pounder. It was a ten pounder. It wasn't big. It okay. was a ten okay. pounder, and, and for
3: ten minutes. Yeah, that's, that's 10 tough. Yo, yeah. it yeah. is yeah. yeah. your arms up. Right. How about
1: walking backwards? Yeah, right. It, it was real. Now you.
3: he had headphones on, and Greg had headphones on. I didn't, so I got to hear everything, and all you would hear was. <laughs> You would hear grunt.
8: I wasn't. You would hear grunting. You, grunting. Would hear grunting. You, were oh, you would hear grunt. <laughs> Although you know, I do worry that my noise-canceling headphones that I have now—it's like I'm making sounds like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. 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 You know, how, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be mean, but like you know, deaf people—that happens to them sometimes. Yeah. Like they make sounds like like rip on. one. But you were talking to yourself. Though. Or even rip one. What if deaf yeah. people didn't know that farts make sounds? Yeah. Yeah. What if they didn't know? the gravy please rick and bubba, rick and bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my
1: knees 35 minutes past the bubba. hour I the rick and bubba show and 866 bubba, we be big is our number thank you for being with be us bubba, uh, i do want to remind oh, you again that we are teaming up uh, with compassion I international and uh, blah, 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 you know you the listening, blah, 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 listening audience i literally you know we have our office phone numbers um, and and we rarely we don't get to check those messages every day cuz normally the, the way people can reach out to you is via email or um, you know and, and social media and things like that so um, you know going in and checking your office phone is not something that is done um, even once a week so remember that if you're trying to reach us email is always the best for a quicker response but anyway so I actually heard a guy and and he was on there and uh, he was he was emotional because you the audience he was just talking about something that we brought up on the show you responded uh, he 'd never even heard of the show before, but somebody in our listening audience took care of something that they needed for a school and He was very emotional, and he just wanted to thank us for you know talking about it on the air and we 've had stories like this with all of you for you know as long as we 've been doing the show of how you respond to things, you take care of things you're you 're always willing to give and and compassion International knows that as well, and that 's why they 're teaming up with with this audience to say. I know that uh, that the the Rick and Bubba audience can respond and take care of the needs of these children all over the world, and thank you for all of you that have already done it. Now, maybe if you're new to this or you're just hearing about this and something you've been praying over and you're trying to decide, go ahead and go to Compassion.com slash Bubba. Select the child you want to sponsor in whatever country you want, Uh, and then it's about a dollar a day that you'll be sending every month to to compassion. To take care of the physical needs, the spiritual needs, uh, the the basic needs of every human being, but also the most important need, and that's the spiritual need of every human being. So if you'd like to see the children and where they're located and, and maybe pray over one that you could sponsor, uh, I know it'll help the child, but what you may not expect is what how much it helps you and your family. Uh, so call 855-293-2323, or you can just go to Compassion.com slash Bubba. All right, so <clears throat> coronavirus...
2: Coronavirus Coronavirus, still growing, still spreading. Rick, I don't know if you saw the story yesterday, and I'm looking at some of the pictures online today. Villagers in cities or or communities around Wuhan have actually been digging up roads that lead to the city and putting up signs because they don't want anybody that's infected escaping Mm. out into the countryside where they live that Mm. could bring them the virus. And they also are arming themselves. Get this, because you know they can't have guns in China. No, but they're arming themselves with spears. My goodness, Did you say and they're guarding Did you the roads. Say, wait a yeah. I minute. Mean, oh yeah. You mean uh, we don't have the, 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 the big picture up there? There's one there. right there. We there. go. Yeah. So if that's I, where they're digging the roads up. Uh, Chris, do you have the picture of the guy sitting on the uh, little red podium that's got the spear. <laughs> He's guarding. So, you see that, because I got my spear. Look out! <laughs> they watch it.
1: They can't have guns, so they're now going to spear anybody who has the virus trying to come into their to their city. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty nice spear, by it the way. Is, yeah, pretty impressive. Well, if you
2: don't have guns, you get to spend more money on your spear. Right. Yeah. So uh,
1: so that that is uh, that's an issue. And of course, one yesterday one village
2: has built a brick wall across the road. Uh, they that. show all Look these, and all uh, almost all of them are – yeah, that's the guy right there I showed, mm-hmm. Rick – have some kind of armed checkpoint, a lot of times with a spear, but they're trying to keep basically the town of Wuhan uh,
1: from escaping wait a and, minute. and bringing well, anything out. Wait just a minute. Are you telling me that these Chinese cities that are on the outskirts of the very large Wuhan – and Adler made sure we understood it's a very large city yesterday. Very, yeah. He was obsessed with this. Yes. Uh, Ten times larger than where we live mm-hmm. in in Birmingham, and we're talking nine million people. I think they said, or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, anyway, you mean to tell me, Bubba? Listen to this. So people are concerned about people coming in unvetted into their area because it that might is be dangerous. correct.
2: That is correct. Are they, are they
1: guarding their border? Can we say that they've created a border? They, I'll say that. Are they? I thought we wanted to live in a world with no borders. So, do no. we think it's reasonable for a city that doesn't want coronavirus to come in? to vet people coming from a place where it is ra- rampant right now? Do you think that's a reasonable
2: I think thing? it's reasonable. You know, a lot of the companies and airlines have completely shut down flights to China right now. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, they're just completely shutting it down. And, you know, we're learning more about this now, uh, and there's still, if you if you read some of the intelligence reports, there's concern that this absolutely was something that got away from a military laboratory with something they were working on.
1: The the United States uh, the State Department has announced they are going to offer additional evacuation flights from China over the coronavirus fears. Now that doesn't mean you're coming home. It, it means you you'll you'll be flown to where we're vetting everybody out that's coming from any of these areas to be sure they don't have the disease. Uh, this supposed coronavirus whistleblower nurse. Now we don't know whether she's legit no, or not. No. Uh, but if this person's legit, and we don't know whether it is or isn't, uh, this person claims to be a nurse in Wuhan uh, and put out an online video that, claiming she's one of the nurses with the gear on and everything, that they have 90,000 that are sick. Now, again, no it's one has hours. been able to decide whether that is a hoax or a real video. But
2: Now, you know, right. the, we, we did see the footage of China had uh, – Built basically a 1,000-bed hospital in two days. They'd renovated a warehouse, mm-hmm. and uh, they're opening a second hospital, uh, I think, today that's took them four days to build.
3: Boy. Four Good days. Gracious. So I what, saw your worst nightmare, Rick, cruise ship and being quarantined. Oh, it was about 6,000 quarantined uh, cruise ship uh, folks because of two suspicious passengers that are on the cruise everybody ship. Is everybody is everybody's been quarantined. What well, can you imagine?
1: <clears throat> Not cruise ship quarantine. Oh, my goodness. That's the worst-case scenario. Yeah, yeah, it is. Are you done? Were you going on a cruise again? I, I, I don't know. I don't really like them. Yeah. <laughs> too many people around me. There's a lot of folks. Yeah. I hear the Disney's cruises are really, really something. I've never been on Yeah, I've, I've been only been one. on that one. Yeah. We've been okay. on a couple of the They're Rick and, and people ones. I'm trying to eat There's just too many people on me. <laughs> to me. To me, cruises are almost kind of like the green beans of vacations. You know, they're, okay. they're good. They're okay. I, yeah. I put it this way. If I go the rest of my life and never go on another one, I'll be fine. Right. I'll feel like I'm good. Yeah, I enjoyed the ones I went on, but I, I, it doesn't have that feel of, how hey, I want to do that again. No. So, um, But I don't know. I mean, stranger things have happened. Not might do it again. Uh, so, uh, you know, if we can get a wild hair. I've, I've always wanted to try the Disney thing, but the, I know that it, they have stuff for people, but there's just something feels weird about me being an empty nester and then going on a Disney I know trip. that is Something weird. about that just feels strange. I'm not sure I'll have the same reaction to Mickey Mouse I had when I was a child. I, <laughs> I'm going to say probably a little less excited. <laughs> right. But I know they do other things. Uh, so coronavirus scares out there. I asked Bubba earlier, do you think news agencies, they just are so excited this is the latest virus? They got you know, a lot to talk about. Well,
2: yeah. Rick, we, we go back. I mean, it, it's funny. It's a it's a you know family Christmas tradition now, the movie Scrooge. You know the guys in charge of the network, and the whole thing is about you know revving everybody up with the promos. Mm-hmm. I mean there there is no there is no need to tune in if everything's cool. You right. never hear the promo. Hey guys, everything's good today. Yeah, I think we got see it. see y'all tomorrow. Yeah, I mean look, we're I, covered. No cr- biggie. It's always breaking news. It's always this could be the end. This is it. Look, oh cr- my gosh,
1: coronavirus may get me and take me out. It might. It might. It might. We don't know. But it's I've possible. been but I've been through a lot of virus scares. A bunch of them. And, uh, and now, is this one – I can't even get a straight answer. Is this a, hey, I've got it, I'm doomed? Or, have got it, you're going to – I, I gonna, think and, some survive. And, and, and I, you I, can make it. I, yeah. yeah, it's a tough
2: road, but – It's just flu, any kind of flu or virus yeah, well, like a that, it, flu. it attacks the body, and, you know, it can it really attacks your lungs and your oh, breathing. Sure. that's just mm-hmm. not good. And when you, you have that, you also can have other organ trouble if you're not getting enough oxygen in your blood – so, and, and again, it, it really, I think a lot of it has to do with kind of your condition health-wise yeah. when you get it. True. That's why the young and the old are, are more, always told that they're more susceptible to it because they either don't have full immune systems or weaken. Oh,
1: no doubt. So now that, now you're getting to my specific question. The flu that we have every year kills people. Right. It kills a lot of people. Right. Uh, and it kills the ones that Bubba just mentioned. Is this virus going to kill me if, if I'm not in those categories? Or is it just like the same death toll of any flu? Well, here's the Possibly. problem. We've mm-hmm. had some that come along that was a lot worse
2: than your run of the mill. That, well, that's okay? what I'm asking. Yeah. And, and they have killed people in the millions worldwide. Hasn't been as dramatic in our country. But here's the thing. They just don't know about this one. And currently, its rate of spreading is phenomenal compared to what some of the others have been. So, you know, at some point, they call it a pandemic. That's when it's yeah. mm-hmm. it serious mm-hmm. business. Um, well, that's
1: what happens if you're trying to weaponize one. You want it to be able to be a pandemic.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, too, the, there also was a report that uh, that China may have a vi- may have a uh, 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 vaccination for this flu, but it could be a year away. Which means, you know, they probably had a head start on
3: working on it. Please thing. tell me you've seen the Chinese dog owners too. They're buying yes. uh, face masks for their dogs. Oh boy! Because they're claiming experts say that pets could also get. Get this They're uh, infection. They're right.
2: putting like a cup with a
1: string out it over their snout. <laughs> Come on! Well, I'm sure they love that. You know, we're <laughs> gonna have dogs that suffocate because somebody's trying to keep exactly. them. Getting the food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ben Carson joins us right after this.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
9: Hey, this is Ben Carson, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show.
1: That's right. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Secretary Ben Carson is joining us now, um, driving affordable housing across America. Uh, He started on the bus in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Wednesday, uh, and now continues to make his way across the country, uh, rolling through our home state of Alabama today. Secretary Carson, welcome back to The Rick and Bubba Show. It's
9: always a pleasure to
1: be with you guys. Uh, we enjoy it. You know, it was interesting with you being a doctor, too. We're talking about, do we call you Secretary Dr. Ben Carson? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Secretary Dr. Ben Dr. Secretary Carson. Ben Carson, or we just call you Ben. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk a minute because so many times, uh, and I remember the, the great Ronald Reagan made this clear so many times, some of the worst, th- the worst comment you could ever hear is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Uh, and, yeah. and you and the Trump administration have tried to go to affordable housing. Certainly we want to reach out and help those who, who need a leg up, uh, that, uh, don't have the basic needs of, of a roof over their head. But at the same time, uh, government has become so problematic. Uh, there's so many barriers and what you have done and the Trump administration is working on, um, this, this affordability crisis. And a lot of the problem is. A lot of government barriers need to be removed uh, the
9: the regular the regulatory burden is just tremendous, and uh, actually that's a good reason to have a surgeon because we're used to cutting things <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
9: you know when i when I first came into government, that to me was the most frustrating part because you know you like to just get things done and you have all of these mountains of bureaucratic garbage, but uh we're We've uh, gotten rid of just tremendous amounts. Recognize that, you know, to build affordable housing in a lot of areas in the country, you've got to deal with zoning regulations, height restrictions, density restrictions, wetlands, environmental, um, parking, noise. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. and. You know, some of the regulations are important, and certainly as a healthcare provider, I'm very cognizant of those, but a lot of them have been on the books forever. They have nothing to do with what's going on today, and yet they impede the ability to get things done. You know, the other big problem is nimbyism, and a lot of the regulations have been put in place, you know, to keep people out or to keep things as they are, and I understand it, quite frankly, and I sympathize with it because, you know, for most people, their home is their biggest investment of their life, and they want to make sure the value is maintained. But here's the key thing. The reasons for NIMBYism have have diminished, have vanished, essentially. It used to be that the government would come in and build these gigantic Mm -hmm. uh, public housing complexes with no forethought or afterthought, and they became the nidus for crime and filth and everything imaginable. Who would want that in their neighborhood? But now there's a completely different philosophy. We use public-private partnerships, mixed income developments, holistic developments that are supported and thoughtful. We're not talking about putting a multifamily development in the center of a block of single-family homes. We're talking architectural and cultural Uh, compliance in the area. So it's completely different. And where it's done that way, it actually enhances the value. It makes it possible for teachers and nurses and mechanics and police officers and firemen to live in the same neighborhoods where they work. And uh, this is the intelligent way to do things.
2: Secretary Carson, tell us a little bit. Can you give us an example of one of the regulatory barriers that you guys have worked to remove that, that really made a difference?
9: Uh, well, a uh, 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 kind of a funny example would be uh, in many communities across America, there is a law that says everybody who lives in the house must be related to the owner. Well, why was that put in place? It was because people were afraid of brothels popping up in their neighborhood. Mm. Nobody, nobody's afraid of that. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so we really don't we don't need that regulation anymore.
1: Yeah, so but, a, a lot of it's just outdated. It it doesn't apply to to modern times, and uh, sometimes trying that's what we try to warn everybody about when the government says, "Don't worry, we're going to put this regulation here. We're going to put this barrier here, but it's just for a limited time." Once the government puts something on the books, it's a it's a, it's a real difficult process to get it off the books. And you
9: you've hit a nail on the head because. Uh, a lot of times, a solution is is hatched, and it's supposed to replace another, but instead of replacing another, it's just added on top of it. Right. So between point A and point B, instead of a straight line, it becomes a labyrinth, and each arm of that labyrinth is costly and time-consuming.
2: Secretary Carson, tell us a little bit like on the ground right now. We we see the numbers, uh, historic uh, you know, unemployment numbers on the low side for, for many minorities. And are we really seeing the impact of that? Can you can you talk about that a little bit?
9: Uh, absolutely. I, I think some people, you know, buy into uh, some of the propaganda that nothing good is actually happening, <laughs> and that's, that's just garbage. Um, you know, if you look at the lower 10%, the wages for the lower 10%, have increased much more rapidly than any other segment of our society. In the fourth quarter of 2019, 74.2% of people entering the workforce were from outside the workforce. That means they were people who had dropped out who are now coming back in. And you look at the optimism that is going on, You know, this is an amazing time that we're living in right now. Apprenticeship programs are going on. At HUD, we're revamping Section 3, which has been on the books for more than 50 years, which says that if you're getting HUD money, you have an obligation to hire, train, or give contracts to the low-income people in that area. But it's been so cumbersome and difficult to use that people have largely ignored it. We've revamped it to make it much easier because we want to give people the, the kinds of skills that will allow them to climb the ladders of opportunity and become independent. You know, you see so many people who spend all their time talking about the government needs to give more money. We need to have more vouchers. We need, what we really need to do is concentrate on how do we give people the tools that they need to be able to function appropriately in our society today.
1: Yeah. We're the land of opportunity. We're not the land of handouts. So what we need to do is maximize your opportunity to then maximize your potential.
9: Absolutely. And I, I love the, the phrase fix the roof while the sun is shining. The sun is shining now. Don't wait until it's raining. You know, this is the right time to address so many of the problems that we face in our society, including affordable housing.
1: Well, and and I know um, uh, we only have about 30 seconds. You've been rolling through various states. You're getting into our state and and know some of the folks that are working in our state government. Alabama has really made improvements in this area as well. So uh, tell us about the relationship between the federal government and the state government.
9: Well, nothing really good happens without cooperation between the federal, the state, and the local government. And you know, one of the things that's hurting us as a nation right now is we have all of this resistance and hatred, and it's it's stoked by people who take the little disagreements and try to make them into something huge. That's hurting us, and I hope everybody will realize in their sphere of influence they have the ability
1: to change that. Thank you, Secretary Ben Carson. Thanks Thank for you, the sir. work, the work you're doing uh, for our country. Uh, and uh, this is an important tour. And going out and doing what we all hope would happen with the Trump administration is to shrink the size of government and maximize opportunity. Thank you, Secretary Carson. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
4: Is anyone listening to Rick and Bubba? Anyone? Anyone out there listening
1: to Rick? Bubba, anyone? It is six minutes past the hour. Ben Stein brings us back from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang's all here. Stretch Armstrong and Happy Gilmore. Take your phone calls out of Rick and Bubba University as they bang out their degree in common sense. Common sense, now a superpower. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bustle. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us yet for another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba, 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 when I look at the Hollywood Reporter and I see multiple pictures of Paul Reuben, Rubens Reuben, with an S, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, um, and it says is ready to stage a comeback in the term dark reboot. Those <laughs> are, those, what does that, that even That's mean? a concerning description. Yeah, what does that description. mean?
2: Now dark uh, reboot, a dark Pee-wee. reboot.
1: <laughs> Look, sometimes these you got to watch these people when they get a little older. Whenever they were in the and I, I don't know that Pee Wee Herman was ever, in my opinion, a pure children's show. No, I mean, I, I, I mean no, it, it was, was just it? kind. Of, I mean, well, that the, well, he, it was not Barney. He had a Saturday morning show. Yeah, he did. Was, it, yeah. was that when it came? Oh early? yeah, Oh,
2: you're. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember that yeah. big cherry, in it was still hug him. It was still kind um, of weird. Now Rick Paul and it had
1: a, what's his name play the the. The captain, the guy that, the certain live guy that his wife killed, that was so funny. Oh yeah. What's his name? But
8: was he in there? Hartman? Yeah,
1: Phil wasn't Warren. he wasn't he like the pirate or one of the very first some. ones, I think. Greg Your Stone. And, and one.
8: also Morpheus, uh from the Matrix. What's his name? Uh really? he, was, he was the cowboy. That's huh. true.
1: He sure was. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Now not Samuel L. Jackson, but the other one. I can't. Pee Wee
2: is now sixty seven years old. And he's having a late career moment, or at least trying to have one, according to this, 29 years after he had a run-in at a Florida adult movie theater that derailed his career, which at the time he was headed toward becoming the biggest children's programming phenom since Mr. Rogers, He's still hoping to peddle his swin right back into America's heart. How old is he? 67. Wow. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. In a few days, he is is. going to be embarking on a 25-city road show celebrating the 35th anniversary of Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, uh, the film that put Tim Burton on the map as a director that's selling out 2,000-seat theaters across the country. He's also working on a radio project, something akin to a Pee-wee podcast, <laughs> and he's in talks to develop an animated series centering on the puppets from his old TV show, Puppetland. Most intriguing of all, he's been pitching studios on the Pee-wee Herman story, a very un-Pee-wee sounding screenplay Here it is. Um, <laughs> that takes Boy. the persona into a dark and unexpected territory. Pee-wee gets sent to a mental hospital for shock treatment for his alcoholism, no joke. Okay, there's no
1: the dark reboot we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, there's the dark. He just he's just got his hand in everything here. All right, so if if I'm going to the to the Look 2000, if I'm going to the 2000 <laughs> seat theater, <laughs> just if it just comes funny. to the Alabama theater, yeah. are you going? Do you what ever, am I getting? That's what I want to ask you. Am I getting Pee Wee? Yeah. Is he gonna come out and do this Pee Wee thing? I, you know, the first time I ever saw him was when he was doing stand up, and I didn't think he was funny. He was weird. He was odd, but it was like on. The, remember the Young Comedian show? Yeah, yeah, they'd yeah. feature a bunch of But he was wasn't on, funny. I didn't think he was. He was kind of weird. He got like a, a puppet out and started doing weird things. Now, now he right. also, if I'm not mistaken, he violated one of Greg's many rules, and Greg has many of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he right. would not come out of character when he would go on be talk shows. He would be Pee Wee. Yeah. You wanted them to interview Paul Rubens every who, now and then. Who plays Pee Wee. Yes. Yeah. You didn't like that, people that would come out of character. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now, if you want to do it every now and then. Rick, please look. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you I truth, thought Pee-wee's big adventure
2: was, was funny. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. No, what about big that, top Pee-wee? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's where we get lighting up Francis, isn't it? The big shoot dance? Wasn't that the quote from that movie? No, that, that's from Stripes. Well, he quotes uh, it in there. He's about who had France had it first. That, yeah. That's the guy that he – his right, nemesis. Right. But, yeah.
1: but the big shoe dance. I mean, how do you beat the big shoe dance? Yeah. Nah, 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 on the bar. On the, the right, bar. In biker the biker bar? Bar. Yeah. Well, I bar. bar. Yeah, well, was I, was I right. go back to my original question. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the theater. What am I seeing? Am I getting Paul Rubens? Greg, listen to me. This is an important question. Pee Wee's big event. you getting the TV show. Rick, please. Let's hear the music from this. Rick, I think you're getting the TV show. I think it's just a loop, by you don't yeah. believe that? I'm going back to this again. I think okay. you're getting the TV show he used to do. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Because I tell you what I wouldn't mind. I mean, of course he may go blue, but what it, can I not have Paul Rubens like I have a whole evening that he's gonna do different things? I don't know. And he comes out as Paul Rubens and oh, by the way, I, and then Pee Wee runs out and everybody goes nuts and I get a little pee wee. I mean, do I have does it have to be Pee Wee the whole time? I yeah, is, I want so. it to be Pee Wee the whole time. Okay.
2: What was the last movie he did? I
1: don't, I don't know. As Pee Wee? Yeah oh okay you know, big, had, you had come big top at, adventure and then it, it, one came out just a video or something well there was
2: one that came out not too long ago yeah, just what, a couple of years ago was what was d- it that? it wasn't in the theaters uh uh what was the name uh, of that? i see i think it was based on his
1: experience in the movie theater <laughs> he says he do, he says he does <laughs> not mind big holiday he said he doesn't mind looking yeah, but, his age when it. he's not doing the Wee character but he said i have to look young when i do the Wee character they have to make the makeup yeah. look does he still have that they say he's got he some lines. They has got a lot of lines on his face. He, had, right? he had a
2: funny line in that movie uh, where that girl's bothered him. <laughs> he said, "Let me, let me." I said, "Let me let you let me go." Yeah, <laughs> right. He'd wrap up. Oh, That's P- how he wrapped up. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yeah, that was 2006. That Netflix did, right? Yeah, 2016. yeah that, that was, was also that. Was the it first was funny. It when, was when funny. When, oh, yeah.
3: when he was hitchhiking and that lady trucker yeah. picked him up, she oh, said, tell yeah. him Large margin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she I was love. the ghost. And I he love. went it in
2: that bar and said, and <laughs> tell him, parents, Large That thing had so <laughs> many funny little, I mean, it was slapstick. It was, you know. Based on a true story.
1: Back to Greg's original question. If this tour, whatever it is, Comes to the Alabama Theater. Are you going? Um, you know, oh, I boy. would
2: I would have to give it a look. If
1: it's, uh, I think it's you're going to have the big out. chair he and all answer. that yeah. all over again. I think you're going to have the big chair on stage. It's going to be I, the, the so. Morning. Who's supposed to so go? I am a, I, I? Am I supposed to go, or my kids supposed to
2: go? I have a cousin no. who likes Pee Wee as much as I do, so I'll have to. <laughs> she'll probably have to go too. So, well, there you go. Then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not going out, you Cindy. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's
3: large <laughs> March. <laughs> He had quite a break from ninety one mm-hmm. to two thousand. He did. That, yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: it took him a while to did,
3: get
2: over that incident. Yeah. Do you remember? He, you know, <laughs> he made his comeback on Murphy Brown as, did he? as uh, her secretary. Oh, okay. That and he then. and he was he was pretty dark character in that too. And the only way she could get rid of him was to promote him. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> it, I, I it, never saw that show. It,
3: I didn't know he was on WWE Raw. Did y'all? No, I didn't. It's, Boy, it's, who had in, t- in twenty ten?
1: Mm, no, yeah, I, gosh, I, I wish I could have seen I, that. I had no idea. Was he the character Pee Wee on it? Or?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sitting here looking. Picture at him it. getting body slammed in the <laughs> ring.
1: They, they said that somebody that there was some pretty recent show <laughs> that um, that they said that, um, that he was appearing on regular as a character. What we do in the shadows. I mean, I, like last wow, year. Wow, that's about his life. It's from FX. What we do in the shadows. That he. Oh man, he was some character on that. That sounds. And like did cool. you know that he auditioned? for the dating game in character as Pee-wee. <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, and please they, tell me there's a video of and that. They, and they actually – Look at him with Murphy. <laughs> Look, he actually looks
3: like Pee-wee there.
1: And they actually cast him, and he actually did a, a dating – As, 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 as Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Pee-wee was looking for the, a date. The Big Top
3: was pretty
2: funny, too, because that's when he was traveling with the circus. Yeah, that And one all made. those circus actors <laughs> – show oh man it was crazy <laughs> you pee-wee. I-, I knew when i saw peewee I in the headline that it, it, i the love way. good peewee okay Let's look there he is out. on yeah. the dating game
3: <laughs> i wish we could hear that video I bet that Dang, he was,
2: all the way back then he was up, he was doing peewee because mm-hmm. that's a good while ago was that his Damn. stand-up
1: yeah. originally he did, did come out like yeah, that as peewee, oh, yeah. as pee-wee. Mm-hmm. and you didn't think it was funny i thought it was okay it was a little silly yeah. Well, yeah, well, it it's, is. it's a, it's a then silly he, thing. Then he became a huge star. But. did you like the <laughs> show at all? No, but you do like the movie. I like the first one. Yeah. When I say like, I mean I'm not like. Was Ooh, that the great first one, Big Adventure? P- yeah, Pee Wee's Big. Yeah, 1985. Just the one about the bicycle? Pee-wee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we get our deep in the
2: heart from Texas thing from that movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's how he proved he was in Texas.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hold on a minute. Uh, when we come back, we'll we'll take your phone calls at eight six six. We be big. Any topic is fine. Lines are available, and you can join us right after this.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
1: All right, here we go to the people are available but they are being taken up quickly we're uh, oh, oh, there goes another one all right so uh, you may can get in if you dial right now Long
0: distance, assistance,
1: but at the end of 30 seconds the buzzer will sound hey. your time on the program ends we'll move to the next caller greg we go to peewee in texas all right <laughs> trolling 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 keep the phone to trolling here we come phone trolling phone, phone trolling troll. peewee go ahead Hey, guys!
6: Hey. <laughs> you want to go ride the bike, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Greg. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> let's go to the
1: movies. <laughs> That's uh, It wasn't a great pee movie. <laughs> it was good enough. It was good enough. I'm with you. I've heard better, but it was good enough. Okay. We continue. Let's go to uh, John and Moody. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead.
4: Yes, sir. I had an interesting fact. Y'all didn't mention. I didn't know. Before Pee Wee's Big Adventure, he was in a Teach and Chong movie. I can't remember what mm-hmm. one, but he was doing cocaine in it, and he was being character in a hamburger. I don't-
3: it's real funny <laughs> <laughs> was that I, your only line you remember uh-huh. going to hamburger <laughs> <laughs> it was called Cheech and Chong's next movie it was 1980 oh I think I've seen that I, I, uh, of course you been, been a you while have. <laughs> Did you ever think Cheech
1: and Chong was funny? I I did. I think. This, I, think I think You know what it's going to Here's what it's gonna be. If I go back now, I'm gonna go, why did you think that was funny? Yeah. You know? I just remember like, you know, the, the 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 kids in the smoking section thought they were hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. I liked yeah. Cheech better than I did Chong. Right. Cheech was kind of funny. We continue. Uh let's go to um let's go to Justin Montgomery, I ninety two W L W I. Justin, go ahead.
4: Hey, uh Monkey grass and green acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to call. uh, I was involved in the uh, Montgomery uh, shooting at the zoo. um, This past Sunday, uh, As me and my family were entering the zoo. uh, Some thugs decided to have a shootout uh, in the, in the drive uh, directly in front of the zoo. um, As we were walking in Uh, no cover, All I could do was grab my family and throw them to the ground and shield them between the gunfire. Uh, Probably 20 rounds went off. At one point, I turned around, and the vehicles had stopped in the crosswalk leading from the parking lot to the zoo and were firing more rounds. Mm. Um, One round uh, was recovered uh, by a zoo employee that was in direct line of where my family was walking, And so we're talking inches and seconds uh, from that bullet ripping through or several uh, through my family or any other family that was there. Thank God that that day there there was no people waiting at the ticket booth uh, because it could have been a terrible
1: tragedy. So we're looking at the story now. We didn't know about it until you mentioned it. So so this was like some kind of, uh, gang war that broke out in the in the road in front uh, of mm-hmm. of rival groups trying to shoot at each other or just two individuals well,
4: well rick I re- we really don 't know it was uh it was two vehicles that were going the same direction down a two lane road that runs uh in front of the zoo okay it, it actually connects to a a pretty rough neighborhood um uh and don't don't really know. Um, it, I, I would assume that the vehicles were shooting at each other. Yeah. But if you would think of two vehicles were shooting at each other, one of them is going to speed away. The, both the vehicles stayed very close to each other the entire the entire time uh, this happened. Um, once once the gunfire ceased, uh, I, I looked up. The vehicles were speeding away. Uh, we ran inside of the gift shop there. Uh, the Montgomery Zoo workers were wonderful, helpful with. Uh, I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old, um, That and they helped comforted them. My wife sustained a pretty good injury on her knee from when I had to brush her to the ground. Right. Um, they helped bandage her up. But my main issue is with the uh, the city of Montgomery and how this is being handled. Um, it took officers at, at least 15 minutes to arrive, and, and one patrol car showed up with one officer. Uh I tried to give a witness statement. They they did not take my statement. He said they had description of the vehicles, and that's all they needed, which the description came from me that I told uh, the uh, attendant in the gift shop while she was on the phone with 911. Uh, the officer just picked up the casings off the ground with his bare hands. Um, the bullet that was recovered, he picked up with his bare hands. He was probably in and out in 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I can't speak to any of that.
2: but, but Probably thank- just
1: another day at the office for them. Yeah. Well, thank you, though. Yeah. Not not for you and your family, of course. No. But, right. But thanks. Yeah, I had not even heard that story. Yeah, we're, glad we're,
3: you, we're glad you wasn't hurt. We'll put that in show notes, the interview with him and his wife.
1: Uh, you know what? I thought we might hear from Governor mm. Ivey out of Alabama <laughs> mm. today after the news story mm. yesterday. K? Governor, governor Ivey fractures shoulder after tripping over her dog, and it looks like the uh, the governor is on the phone again. Uh, Uh-oh. Governor Ivey, are you Okay
7: good morning richard good morning bill i'm doing very well even though i am in a sling but i've got it all bedazzled and it's ready to go
1: okay so so you're all right we
2: were, we were sorry to hear about that how how did it happen
7: well i was getting up and uh i, I really can't say too much about it it's confidential but um little little missy was uh she was ready for her treat in the morning after she had gone out and done her little business.
6: Yes.
1: yes.
7: And um, she just um, got underneath my feet, and I just took a tumble. Oh, you did.
1: Oh, oh, God bless you. I'm glad you're okay.
7: <laughs> well, I'm doing very well, and and she's fine. And, and um, I love her. She brings me much joy. And I'll just be honest just to say that it was a it's a kind of disturbing to follow that caller before me.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's quite a, right. a, a yeah, okay, transition. Only, uh, only
1: on this show can yeah, we do that. Are you, uh, you, I, I'm sure you're aware of that shooting.
7: Yes, I am. And there will be a full investigation, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> okay, well, now are you, are you headed up to Russellville still to meet Secretary Carson? Well,
7: yeah, I am. But I'm just, you know, I, I just get tired of talking about politics. Do you? Do you, oh, so, wow. you get tired of it. Wow. Well, you know, there's so many other things going on like my hair. I right. got my hair done yesterday.
6: Right, right. And oh, it,
7: edgy. It
1: Looks wonderful <laughs> here <laughs> on the picture. It, we did, have. did it get messed up when you fell, or, or did it hold its uh, hold hold its own?
7: Right. Well, you know, a full can of Aquanet will do just wonders.
1: Yes, okay. yes. Well, your hair is well, perfect.
7: Yes, well, it's hard to style your hair when it's in a sling. Your arm is in a sling.
1: Right, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. Yeah. Yeah. And so Missy can't right. help because yeah. Missy doesn't have a posable thumb.
7: Right. No, she can't, but she's just so cute when she drags a little fan across the rug. You know? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> There's nothing like watching your dog scratch for, for worms. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh wow! I got the governor, Rick. <laughs> oh
2: wow! Well, Miss Kay, we hope you get the we hope you get the feeling better, real. Yes, real thank quick. you, Governor uh-huh.
1: Ivy.
7: Well, thank you, and y'all just have a blessed day.
1: You too. Thank you. Glad you're okay. Uh-huh. Fractured shoulder, but okay. Tripped over Missy and mm. she was getting getting excited about her treat.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: Busy day. I'm going to ask you again to read the article and read the comments and <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like everybody is trying to go for the best line ever, yeah, sure. And sure. it's quite the playoff. Oh, yeah. it is. There was a part of me that wanted to create an account that nobody knew and chime in myself. <laughs> yeah. I had one that just—it nah, it just shouldn't be. Kind of upset. I even thought it. I, I just yeah. uh, and I just let it move on. Sure. And y'all we not gonna hear about it till we walk to the kitchen here in a minute. Yeah. All right, so we'll uh, we'll come back bottom of the hour. 866, oh, we be man. big as our number. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so PETA is weighing in. Once again, PETA must be, be getting incredibly bored. They can't find anything to talk about, so they're focused now, and it's taking them some time, but finally they've gotten around to Puxatani Field. He's in the crosshairs now. Free Puxatani.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
4: Hi, hey everybody. This is Keith Evan, and you're listening to Rick
1: and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, are you the person that's trying to figure out uh, what software would be best for your business? That's a blast, isn't it? So why don't you go and get some help now? Free service, capterra.com slash Bubba. Yeah, free online resource that um, where you'll find the best software for pretty much any business. It's simple, easy. And efficient. Uh, they offer over 700 different categories of software available right now to help your business all in one place. You can even do side-by-side comparisons to get what's best for you. Right. You you need the software for, for what you need it to do, and sometimes these searches uh, can and the shopping can be exhaustive, but not if you use Capterra.com slash Bubba. Uh, they, they have free in-depth software guides and tools and over 100 reviews from real users. You'll have access to everything you need to improve your business before you buy the software. So get productive here in 2020 and put capterra.com slash Bubba to work for you for free. Uh, you can find the software tools you need for the business to be at its best. Captera C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A, capterra.com. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors, but Bubba, it seems like PETA's taking their time getting around oh. to Tommy Field, but they're finally here. A little they, slow on that one. A little one, slow, huh? slow on that one. He's been uh, forced out of his little burrow uh, long before now, but PETA has had enough. I was a butcher cutting a meat. My hands were bloody standing
0: on my feet. I was a surgeon till I got
1: so PETA is calling for Poxitani Field just days before one of the most the biggest wastes of time uh, in our country and that is the Groundhog Day. Uh, so we're days away from Groundhog Day. Thank goodness it's going to happen over the weekend, so I won't have to deal with it on the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but now,
1: now PETA is calling for Poxitani Phil, the groundhog, to be replaced with a robot. <laughs> a robot. They're wanting to replace the decade-old
2: trend, uh, tradition uh, where the groundhog predicts the weather. And they think that it is cruel and unusual punishment to the groundhog Rick. They say all the cameras, all the flashing has to scare the poor critter, and uh, that there's no way this can be good for him.
1: So what? That's what I say. So I what? don't think it hurts him. I don't he's think he's probably can, treated uh, better than most groundhogs. Uh, yeah. You know? I, I, first of all, I don't care. But I mean, if if he. It, there's nothing cruel and unusual about what happens to Poxitani Phil. He, he looks he, like he's having fun. He man. lives a life of luxury. Really, <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> they he just really say does. that
2: the cameras bother him. They interview him? Listen, <laughs> he lives in a man-made zoo that is climate-controlled, is light-regulated, right. and is connected to the Poxitani Memorial Library, well, according yeah. to the Poxitani Groundhog Club.
1: What a great, <laughs> what a great life.
2: They say when Phil is dragged out of his hold and held up to flashing lights and crowds, he has no idea what's happening. Well, because he's a groundhog. Why don't we <laughs> land?
1: Why don't we land that he has no idea what's happening, and just stay there? Uh-huh. Is that, is that, why is that always negative? Maybe not knowing what's happening is actually a positive,
2: right? They, yeah, they yes. want they want the Puxatucky Groundhog Club, which, by the way, the way that city is, or that name is spelled is hilarious. So unbelievable. Uh, to use technologically advanced electromechanical devices such as aminotronics mm. with artificial intelligence that could reliably predict the weather. Well, I hope y'all are not thinking that all oh, this is about the weather prediction, <laughs> 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 <Not laughs> <for> right? <real>. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a time that a bunch of guys get to put their top hat on and drink heavily. That's yes. Exactly. That's so social it. Events. Somebody, throw me,
1: somebody throw me that groundhog. <laughs> get him up mm. in the air. <laughs> That groundhog is beloved, and he draws a crowd. How about this? It goes back to one of the most misunderstood things. PETA has never understood this. Do you realize that human beings need to be aware of certain animals to even care about them? Yeah. Probably. I mean, you, you, there's some people that said, you know, I didn't really care about the groundhog until I started watching that pox and tiny thing. Yeah, yeah. and there's probably
2: a few people. That's that, an interesting critter. We need to take care of it. They could take <laughs> one out that probably lets them go because they go, well, he's kind of cute. You're right. He predicts the way. You
1: go through the zoo, and you know what you say? Well, look at there. Well, that's a beautiful animal. We need to be sure those things remain. <laughs> what, what about if somebody brought it up and you said, I don't know what you're talking about? You got a picture of it? Hmm? Well, how would you like to see one live in person? You didn't care about it. When will that be Saturday morning? Yeah. Is that, uh, S- Sunday, Sunday, morning. Sunday morning? Sunday morning? Oh, boy. They don't know anything. The ground. I tell you what, the groundhog doesn't know. He didn't know what a camera is, he didn't know <laughs> what anything is, and he certainly didn't know what the weather's going
2: to be. Well, as we've always said here on the show, groundhogs don't know Jack. They do not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wear my shirt
1: tomorrow. You do? Yeah, I guess so. I, it's hanging in there. I get to wear it once a year. <laughs> I know
3: it. <laughs> Pull it out.
1: <laughs> Pull it out, and here we go. So, but isn't, doesn't this also just show you that that Pete is bored? Yeah, have they just run out of things to, to be upset about? And uh, I mean, they just they haven't had any headlines in a while. They're a you joke. Know, bless their heart. They're a joke. Now, uh, I,
3: I, I will say something. I, I I overuse something a little bit, and I've caught myself doing it. If I'm ever having to deal with something I've dealt with before. I always go, well, what are we in, Groundhog Day movie? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the movie where he just woke up yeah, every day I, I like and it was the same day. day? It was, but I think I overuse it a little bit. Because I'll, I'll I'll say that to the family. <laughs> if we're having to deal with something we've already talked about and it shouldn't happen again. Oh, you're saying
1: you go to that analogy yeah, too much? Yeah, I do.
3: I do. Like, we, like we're we going through the same thing. Is it the same day again? I love that you know? movie.
1: It's almost on my list of movies I'll always watch of its own.
3: Really? Yeah. I like uh, it. he was pretty frustrated every time he woke up. I like
1: that movie. I've never yeah. seen it. What? Never.
3: Greg Burgess, this is right up what?
1: your alley. Come on, Greg. I think you'd like it, no, but I've just never seen it. It's Bill Murray at his finest. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't know you? why I've never. I seen got it. you, babe. He starts out being the the inappropriate, rude. Of course, he yeah. learns the less, life lesson. <laughs> yeah, thing. I'm sure. But it's good. Well, he has to relive the day <laughs> a whole like, bunch like, of times. He's like yeah. the guy in Scrooge, you know, when it starts at the beginning. How, how about when, when he guy. realizes
2: the day's just gonna keep going over and over? He does not mind jumping out in front of cars and all
1: that. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> he gets to where he just starts letting it work for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, go watch it. I don't know. Come why on. Why? Why would you not watch that? I don't know. I don't know how I missed it. Uh, also speaking of shows, this looks like a, uh, an episode taken right out of Seinfeld Newman, the postal worker, we've got a, a real life postal worker Can you believe that, that rented, just rented a storage unit. Newman did this. Yeah. Uh, and hid mail because he just felt the pressure to deliver it. He actually subleased Kramer's who was in partners with Jerry. Right.
2: Cause he didn't want it traced back mm-hmm. to
1: him. And, and, and then Jerry felt bad about it when he found it and tried to deliver the mail. Do you remember that? Yes. Huh. Yeah.
2: He worked overtime on the weekend.
1: This Newman a, didn't
2: do it because he didn't get a promotion. He wanted to right. go to Hawaii or something.
1: We've done other stories on this. This is this happens. I don't know what kind of mindset it is, but I man, we've had them. They found where they were dumping them out in the woods. And mm-hmm. Well, it does. This, this it does, has occurred before. It,
2: it, it is strange when you are expecting something from somebody or you're sending something to somebody, mm-hmm. and they go, "Well, it didn't get here." The, you go, the, "I mailed it," and you wonder what in the world happened to it. Yeah, yeah.
3: maybe in a storage unit somewhere yeah. or out in the swamp. Yeah, that the, the uh, this. This story has surfaced again. It happened, I guess he was found guilty in August of 2019. He's going to be sentenced February the 12th. So if it sounds familiar, that might be why, but yeah, he rented a storage unit and everything.
1: Oh gosh, they they found 97 <laughs> pieces of first-class mail in there. This is like What the, was he the, doing the on The that. Department of Motor Vehicles, IRS, <laughs> insurance companies bank IRS. statements, tax return documents. You know there were some checks mm-hmm. in there too. Somebody yeah. didn't get Mhm. Wow. Has, At what it, point do you go, I'm gonna start putting this in this storage yeah, building and somebody, you can't stop. Maybe a postal worker when we come back and take phone calls can help. What does this accomplish? You you, you come back to the office and they go, do you deliver all your mail and you say yes? I mean what what do you do all day besides go to the storage Is building Is this just saying I can not I d I can't I can't keep up with the volume? So I don't wanna be look like I, like I'm not a good postal worker and so I just get rid of it, and they think I, that I'm making my round in the time they want me to make it? Is that what's happening? I've been trying to find what does this accomplish for the postal worker. Yeah, do they feel mm-hmm. like they are
2: they just got too much to do, and they have, this is what they can't handle, and they jam it in there? Yeah, or? but
1: what does that do? Couldn't, couldn't you just say, let's deliver it when it, when we can? I mean, why when I put it in that unit, what was the benefit? Yeah, ben- that just creates we, another problem. I don't want to work. Like. What was I the benefit to me? It, what I said, I'm back at the office like I delivered it? yeah i yeah, guess so I guess yeah so. i don't have to deal with that okay. i'm just i don't feel like it today. so i got that extra sandwich in mm-hmm. and maybe they're, so they're gonna be mad if i hadn't brought the truck back and they're like how does it take you that long to do your route <laughs> and so you act like it you're doing I it in the time so. they want you to i, I that's guess that's something i can figure
3: maybe the pressure of delivering it for some reason he thought hey if i put it in the storage unit that pressure's off of me because i ain't got to worry about it that's in, in their mine. in their mind but it
1: just creates Which another weird. problem. But now you're going to jail. Yeah.
3: I know. Yeah. The, I would have anxiety about the fact I didn't deliver somebody's mail. I mean, you really? got a bigger problem.
1: You got a bigger problem than I'm not a very good postal worker and I don't manage time well. Yeah. You now you got a bigger problem than that. Yeah. I mean, they, it's a government job. They can't fire you. I'm, I'm kidding on that. Right. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll take phone calls. We'll say hello to our friends in the golden ticket seats, and we'll wrap up another hour.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: All right, here we go. 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Final calls of the hour coming up. Golden ticket seats today. Hello to Jordan, Zion, Seth, and Alan Bailey here in the golden ticket seats and dad says these are the only three children that could come today they actually have 10 right. children dad so you've been with three of them that's like a walk through the park he said he, said he didn't want the other ones here though because they got jobs they need to be working though <laughs> so uh, glad you guys are here today uh, greg and tracy hacker showed up here saw some people didn't use their golden ticket seats and they came in to visit us out of gardendale everybody picks up a pound of Buzzbot's coffee today if you'd like yours Go to and click on the Sponsors button. We'll send you your first pound for free. Uh, you'll be charged a dollar flat rate shipping. Uh, so they picked that up. They also got a Rick and Bubba double CD today. And if you want to join us on an upcoming show, the seats are free, but they do need to be reserved. And you can do that by going to com, and you'll see under Contact, Talk to Ticket Biscuit, and they'll bring you in. All right, so um, let's start. Um, line 5 is, is a mailman that's trying to give us some comment <laughs> On on why his name's not Newman, it's not Newman. (laughs) Trolling, trolling, trolling. If them phones are trolling, here we come. Phone trolling, phone Phone trolling. I'm sorry, your name is not on the board. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but Mm -hmm. hello, mail person. Yeah, hey, go ahead, Tracy. Hey, uh, man, it's just a mindset.
4: These guys, we we try to, I've been doing this for 25 years, and you know, you, it's like Newman says, the mail never stops, it keeps coming, it keeps coming, it keeps (laughs) coming. But now I don't justify what he's doing. Just, just, hey, just buckle down, do your job. You know the day's going to end. One, eventually, it's going to end. Yeah, you know, it may not be at, at at two o'clock when you want it to end. It may be
1: six so, o'clock. So he but, just he you're you're supposed to finish it no matter how long it takes, and he just don't want to do right. that. That's right. He's but isn't that like me saying I don't like getting up early every day? So instead of me just letting you know that I won't do it, I'm, I keep making up excuses as if one day you're not going to say, Rick, where are you? <laughs> but yeah, today, I'm not, you know, I didn't, I'm, I'm, well, I'm but what's
2: the end game with that if you're yeah. stashing it in there? I mean, you're eventually going to destroy it. You're not
1: going to deliver it late, right? Right. Uh, we continue. Mark and Harvest. Mark, 30 seconds. Go ahead.
9: They want to ask you a quick question that uh, the house managers ought to be uh, asked, and that's, The uh, the House managers celebrate the impeachment of President Trump when Nancy Pelosi gave them each a pen with insignias on them, yeah. paid for by the taxpayers, to sign the final paperwork. A simple yes or no. Can we see your pins? <laughs> yeah,
2: we, I, I yeah. think that kind of underlines
1: again what this is really about. Yep. Yes. We continue. Uh, let's go to uh, um, Thomas. Uh, out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river Thomas, go ahead.
7: Yeah. Uh, about Puxitani Phil, uh, Peter don't care. I mean, uh, uh, whoops, sorry. Um, for five minutes, he gets a year's room and board. It's the ultimate government job. He gets babied because of his celebrity status. I mean, what do they want?
1: They, they don't <laughs> care. Look, they just try to think of things that keep them in the headlines Peter. That's the ultimate government job. Five I, minutes for a year's room and board. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the ultimate government job. If you job. threw him out in the in the wild right now, he would go back and stand at that gate waiting on them. to let him No, you're in. right. Scratching and clawing to get He in. don't want nothing no, to do with it. Look, no. I, 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 most every day, there's a few exceptions if he smells chickens, but on most days, my dog is, is goes to where he needs to to go to the restroom, and the first thing he does when he's finished is run back to where he was when there was some a, a place for him to lay down yeah. and a place to eat and a place for water. Uh, we continue eight, six, six. We be big. Uh, let's go to Priscilla out of Montgomery. I 92 WLWI you're on 30 seconds.
7: Uh, good morning. My, my coworker was at the zoo on Sunday with her 11 year old daughter mm. and they were in the bird cage right at the entrance there. And she actually physically threw her daughter on the ground and laid on top of her. And now the child's afraid she has, she's been out of school all week. She's afraid to go. Out well, of the
1: house right now she's so traumatized yeah uh look it's uh it's a traumatizing situation when you hear gunfire and bullets are flying uh, no matter where you are and at that age it's it's pretty mm-hmm. traumatizing no doubt uh we continue uh let's go to sam i'm sorry not sam let's go to uh <laughs> sherry out of Monroeville. sherry go right ahead 30 seconds how are you
5: hey this is sherry uh i'm a role carrier in the to refer to the the guy, what he had done about the mail, yeah. is that you have city carriers and rural carriers, and you have a certain time to deliver the mail, like they said. Uh, rural carriers on evaluated time where they come out during the slowest part of the year, and they time you what you need to do, and they give you a time to be back, and it does get stressful. You're trying to get back at a certain time and get back with your mail and everything, so I can see where that person came from, but I would never do that.
1: Yeah. So what you're saying is he doesn't want to get a bad rating, so he just acts like he's got it all finished, so his rating looks right. good. But, but as everyone has said, and you said, Sherry, but, but this is just a problem. You're just kicking the can down yeah, the road. You're I mean, eventually going to get in trouble. Yeah, and he did. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, let's go to Bruce in Nashville. Bruce, thirty seconds. Go ahead.
4: Hey guys, been listening for over 20 years. Thank and, you. You know, Thank my you. kids have grown up around the show, but you never know if they really hear me listening to it. And the other day I walk in, my son's got his iPod and, uh, or his iPod. What, what is it?
1: Airbuds. Ear, ear ear, uh, earbuds, AirPods. Yeah. whatever. Uh, ear <laughs> in things. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he's laughing. I said, what are you listening to? He goes, Rick and Bubba. And I go, what? And he was really enamored with Rick losing his wallet on the best of. Yeah.
9: And then Bubba's Book of the Month Club for Children. Bubba, do you remember those, yeah. those
6: titles yeah. that you gave <laughs> out? It was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> sure was. It's a good
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. See, so you can say them now. People yeah. be all, yeah. talk about that. Uh, we long continue. Yeah.
1: George in Boaz, Alabama. George, 30 seconds. Bring it in.
9: Hey guys, you know I'd really like to help those people that are offended by the uh, pizza advertisement up there in Ohio. I I know a good proctologist that can help remove that stick if they if they need one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, just that kind of comment. The, the pre the pre of the Super Bowl commercials. I'm telling you, take five candy bar. Right now, do, doing every yeah. every one of those analogies, and the last time the guy comes in with his that's hair it. in his rear end, his head in the rear end, that's hilarious. Uh, we continue, David, uh, out of Mississippi. David, go ahead, thirty seconds. To get your hand
4: Yeah, I was going to comment on the mailcare. I've been doing it for twenty-one years, and there's two reasons that he would have done that. Because you hear people doing it, uh, mailcare is doing it a lot over, but they eventually get caught. But one reason is that he was getting pressured to get back on time. Yep. And the other reason is, I think y'all said he was looking for a promotion and he was doing it to to make himself look good. But back how, did, back earlier.
1: Yeah, how does anybody look at yourself in the mirror? I mean, I it, it, if there's a standard and you need to achieve the standard, and if you don't achieve the standard, then you can't get the promotion. Y'all do realize <laughs> somewhere right now, there's a mail carrier who's got a stack of letters. Somewhere. No, you're right. He's thinking, uh yeah. yeah. oh. My time's coming. You're yeah. 100% right. Daniel, uh, welcome to the program 30 seconds, go ahead Come on? Yes you are Daniel, go ahead T. Wee Herman was uh, Derek Perrell and Blow
4: and I've got one other comment I will say for everybody in the south speaking for myself, and anybody who's worked their whole life that we don't care where anybody came from, how they got to the US if they're going to raise a family, pay taxes and worship God and just be a good guy we're in, thank you
2: Mm. I didn't get the first
1: part of that. I, I, I don't think I got any of it. Uh, it it, it may it, be a good
3: way. thing we didn't get the first
1: part. Yeah, I, I love what yeah. it was going to talk about. Yeah, it said it was It was supposed to be about something about Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, it was. Who said movie. something about Pee Wee Herman coming out of the gate, but I don't know what it was. Nah, I missed it. it, it, was, it, was Dang little, it I it missed it. It was kind of mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, buddy. And to the latter point, certainly we would agree, but how do you know whether that person is going to be that kind of person or not? Yeah. You're just going to take their word for it? And what if that person does all those things, but they're sick with some disease that we had eradicated from our population? So the, the vetting process is not evil. It's, a, it's reasonable. Uh, thanks for being with us. If you are leaving, have a great day. Uh, we've enjoyed our time with you. If you're staying with us, top of the hour. Lord Willie Moore, Rick and Bubba continues. Find out everything you need to know about the Rick and Bubba show by going to rickandbubba.com.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.